be taken advantage of by some shady mechanic. That's why you should take it to Ken's Auto Service. Ken's Auto Service is family-owned and operated on the northwest corner of Chambers and Mississippi. They're a AAA-approved business that takes their code of ethics to heart. And their work has a three-year, 36,000-mile parts and labor nationwide warranty. Find them online today at kensautoserviceinc.com. Get power to spare with a Honda generator, and you'll never be left in the dark again. Honda puts clean, economical, portable power when and where it's needed most, when you least expect it. Honda generators all have easy starting, dependable Honda engines to keep the power going. Get turned on to a Honda generator from Jack's Outdoor Gear in Lafayette and enjoy for home or play. Visit jacksmercantile.com. I love your new floors. Aren't they gorgeous? We need to get something new. Simply Floors. Simply Floors? A Simply Floors flooring design consultant came over with samples to show us what our new floor would look like in here. She was great. She came here? Much better than the big box store. You can really see what your new floor looks like in your house. Bet it's expensive. Not at all. Simply Floors prices are just as low. In fact, we looked at something that was actually less expensive. Simply Floors was less expensive than the big box? We were floored. <laughs> Funny. We do everything we can to make shopping for flooring and carpet simple. This is Buddy Mitchell with Simply Floors. Our goal is to help you find a beautiful, durable floor that fits your lifestyle and budget, whether it's carpet or hard surface. Our design consultants come to your home with our samples. Our prices are competitive. Check out our website at simplyfloorsinc.com and schedule your in-home consultation. That's simplyfloorsinc.com, where we make buying a floor simple and stress-free. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets, home of the Avalanche, Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Yeah, baby! A lot of football. Live from Train Camp 2018, Altitude 950 is on the case. Presented by Honda Power Sports, the Urology Center of Colorado, and Brandon Company. Let's go, let's go, let's go, run the hit. And the Vic Lombardi Show starts now. Bouncing ball to second. Dozier to the bag. That's the ball game. The Dodgers club five home runs in the late innings in this one and take the opener of this important series from the Rockies 8-5. What a roller coaster of a game last night. Rockies lose. Welcome to the Vic Lombardi Show on Altitude 950. No Vic today, James Merrillat. You know him as Manchester, Will Peterson. Vic calls me HW with you until 10. This morning, back in the comforts of our studio no Broncos camp today. Manchester will get to the Rockies plenty, but we finally have football tomorrow night. Uh, we do. Uh, I think we'll get about a quarter through it and we'll be like, oh yeah, that's right. It's preseason football, but I'm excited about it. I'm excited to see, uh, you know, if this team looks any more organized, for lack of a better term. Mm-hmm. Does, does Vance Joseph have a better sense of, uh, how to do things in year number two than he did in year number one? However, do you remember their preseason record a year ago? Four now. So I think we need to uh, temper our enthusiasm if it goes well tomorrow, and we need to avoid pushing the panic button too much if it goes poorly. Uh, but I am excited to uh, to see some of the guys we've been um, fawning over at camp to actually yeah. see them in a game, see Case Keenum, see Cortland Sutton, see some of these guys, see Bradley Chubb. Uh, it will be uh, it'll be fun. And yes, thankfully football is back because. Baseball is over. Yeah. 
Uh, I, I'll save it for our hot takes and big news and all that. I, I can't rant and rave about the Rockies right now. Uh, so let's start with this. First of all, did you hit your parlay last night? Uh, didn't have one. <laughs> Preseason football, always fun. <laughs> did you see the Cam Newton, Kelvin Benjamin interaction? I did. I did. It's like, really guys? I mean, you know, all the cameras are rolling and this is what you have to do. You're going to go do this. You just, and I just kept looking at that going, can you imagine Tom Brady or Peyton Manning or Russell Wilson or somebody like that doing that? It's why Cam Newton has the reputation he has Mm because he continually does these kind of things that are just foolish. There's no need for it. Now, and I don't like Cam as much as the next guy, but in Cam's defense, he went in for the handshake with Kelvin, and Kelvin didn't return the favor, and that's what escalated the interaction. Fine, fine, but you also know uh, that you're in front of you're in you're in a public place, you're in front of cameras, and you're going to have that interaction. You don't know how it's going to go. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't think these guys have each other's numbers? They couldn't have texted each other. They couldn't have said, "Hey, see you on the field. Let's bury the hatchet." Whatever, like. That was either going to go one of two ways, and Cam was fine with either one of them. He goes over, they, they shake hands, he's the bigger guy, everybody says, oh, look at him. Or it turns into a confrontation, and he was totally fine with that. He's just constantly having issues like this where it's like, man, just go about your business. Well, uncovering that guy at Super Bowl 50 was really interesting. I mean, he was such a diva and so much drama in, in the press conferences leading up to the Super Bowl. It's like... Dude, you're playing in a game with 110 million people watching on Sunday. Why do you have to act like this? And then to see him get a, you know, a slice of humble pie from Von Miller and the Broncos was pretty refreshing because the Broncos, all right, peek behind the curtain. The Broncos leading into Super Bowl 48 handled the media poorly because they thought they were the Broncos. They were great. The Seahawks handled it great. Guess who won? Seahawks 43 to 8. Going into Super Bowl 50, the Broncos were like, we're just really excited to be here. This is a big opportunity. This is a big game. And the Panthers were already planning their parade. They were. And in general, what I've learned is the team that's humble and excited to be there is the team that's going to win the football game. And the team that is planning their parade isn't going to win it. And that's what happened in 48 and in 50. Yeah, well, The Broncos all, were just on opposite sides. If you go all the way back to Super Bowl 32, it was the same way. The Broncos' first Super Bowl victory. It was all about the Packers. They were going to repeat. Brett Favre was the MVP. They're a two-touchdown favorite. AFC hasn't won a game since uh, a Super Bowl game since Nixon was in office or whatever right. it was. Like it was, 13 years or something. Yeah, that was just the the storyline, and the Broncos were just, you know. And Mike Shanahan famously told everybody, don't say a thing. And Shannon Sharp was the big one. He had to get to say, don't. Because they all knew, you know, from putting together the game plan and watching the film and knowing how good of a team they were, they knew they had a shot. Yeah. But just don't say anything. Let them be the overconfident team and it played out exactly like Super Bowl 50 did where the overconfident team uh struggled and all of a sudden it just, you know, that snowballed on them. Yeah. All right, let's do it. It's unavoidable. Big news right now. What are the headlines? The big story we're following this morning. What caught everyone's attention? The big news right now. Brought to you by Johnson Auto Plaza, where first-time buyers become lifetime customers every day. Wade Davis was summoned to get the final out of the eighth inning. 0 for 2 otherwise. This ball's well hit left center field. And this one is gone. Fourth home run of the night for the Dodgers. And they take a 6-5 lead. 2-2. And this ball is hit a tumble line. And this is going to get a five home runs. From the seventh inning on, you gotta be kidding me. Eight five. 
Absolute meltdown for the Colorado Rockies. Just a terrible, terrible performance by their bullpen. Terrible loss. Wade Davis, last 26 appearances, his ERA is 7.50. Brian Shaw's last 24 appearances, his ERA is 8.86. Jake McGee's last 18 appearances, his ERA is 10.29. The Rockies are a disaster, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, but at the uh, trade deadline, what'd they do? Yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, went, 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 uh, went with those guys. Just so you know, I thought the game went differently because I got the Denver Post this morning. Mm-hmm. Do you want to hear the headline on the sports page? <laughs> Was it the Ionetta home run? Pitching duel in Denver. Why do you pay for that? Pitching duel in Denver. Why do you pay for it? I don't know. It was a home game. It wasn't like it had a two-hour rain delay. A home game, and it was followed by, through five innings, you wrote a story and you printed a newspaper with a five innings into a game. Pitching duel in Denver. It was 8-5. They gave up five home runs. Hell of a pitching duel. Tyler Anderson actually was good. Chris Ionetta hit a big home run, but the Rockies' bullpen is a dumpster fire. Bud Black said they tried really hard. we got to keep fighting through a, you know, a tough loss. You know, all these guys have been through tough losses before, right, in, in their careers. You know, one, one thing that these, these guys have done, this group here, they got great resolve. They bounced back. You know, it's one game. It's one game out of 162. Listen, I don't know what else Bud is supposed to say because, honestly, I don't envy being that guy last night. It wasn't his fault. It was his bullpen's fault that the, the bullpen Jeff Breidich gave him. Uh, I, <laughs> I don't think either you or I can come on here and kill Bud Black today. He, he didn't throw those pitches. Uh, he did decide to put Scott Oberg in the game in the seventh. <sighs> who, who else do you want out there? I mean, oh, and I know O struggled in, in the eighth. Yeah. But, again, if you don't go with the formula of what you were given and it blows up, then you have to be somewhat accountable. Right, and I, I mean, I thought the I thought the formula was O, Adovino, Davis. Mm-hmm. Now O and Davis weren't great yesterday, but it started it started unraveling with our guy Scotty Ober. It did. I, I I am running out of words to describe my frustration with the Colorado Rockies. All right, who's playing for the Broncos on Saturday night? The first team will get, you know, I would say two series max. You know, obviously it's. Things happen on game day, but just two series max. After that, we'll go with our twos, hopefully through the through the first half to probably the middle of the third quarter, and give our threes a chance to play probably third quarter to fourth. No, it's gonna it's it's gonna be some guys. Absolutely, it's gonna be some guys that's mixed in with the twos, that's mixed in with the threes. So it, it's a it's a it's a fluid thing. <laughs> Only Vance Joseph could completely complicate his plan. <laughs> Here's the translation. Uh, Case Keenum in the starting offense, unless they go three and out, they're playing one series. He said two series max. That's if you go three and out, you're going back out and doing it again. If you move the ball at all, or if they score, if they get a field goal or a touchdown on their opening drive, there is zero chance Case Keenum comes out for a second drive. Zero. Uh, six QBs will play on Saturday night. Who's going to be the best? Paxton Lynch. <laughs> he might be the worst. We'll see. I'm going with your boy Sloter. Uh, Domitov Pecco joined H&B yesterday. It was tough for him. Remember, this is a big-time free agent who came to a team that went 5-11. and 11. You know, as a player, man, you just got to look yourself in the mirror and say, hey, how can I improve? That's what we did this offseason, you know, try to get faster, try to get stronger. And uh, for us defensively, man, we got to do better in the red zone, man. Last year in the red zone, we weren't doing too well. But we did really good against the run, and uh, that's what I take a lot of pride in. Me and my defensive line, we take a lot of pride in stopping the run, and uh, we're going to continue to do that. And uh, looking looking forward to uh, this Saturday, man, against the Vikings, man, going out there and putting some hands on some people. Pat goes like the nicest dude on earth, Manchester. 
Yeah, I'm a big fan. He's a, he's a good interview and a just a good dude. Yeah. Um, but it, it's that is, that has got to be a, a tough pill to swallow though. When you can pick wherever you want to go, you got multiple teams courting you, and you come here and you go five and eleven. Well, especially coming from Cincy, where they famously underachieved yeah. every single year, and it was just a dumpster fire. Yeah, he uh, he's got good hair, big belly. I like when he dances after he makes a big play. Pecco's going to be a good player for them this year. The other interview we got yesterday with H and B. A very revealing one with Isaiah McKenzie, maybe the most loathed man in Denver, Colorado. Last year, he's trying to put it behind him. I don't think about it. Actually. I just, I just go in and do my job because I know last year was last year. I can't think about it. Then, like you said, it, it'd be too much pressure for me. So I just come in. It's a new year. I know that people are going to talk. Media's going to be out there, and things going to happen. But I can't let let that get to me because it's a new year, and I got to be me. I got to do what I've been doing my whole life, and that's catching footballs and making plays and helping teams win. When I was walking Isaiah over to the tent, I said to him, "I said, why'd you change your number?" And he goes, "Fresh start." That was a smart move. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think to a to a large extent, it'll allow him to uh, kind of hide out there. You know, if it was 84, everybody would be like, oh, gosh, here we go. 16, different guy. He just There's a different feel to it. Do you know what 84 plus 16 equals? 100. 100. Yeah. I like the symmetry of that. Um, I also talked to your boy Paxson yesterday. How'd that go? First media member he spoke to. Way to go. HW, high on the list. I'll tell you about it. It was very revealing. Nikki overheard the conversation and said, whoa. <laughs> All right, when are we going to hear about this? I don't know. I said, Nikki, can I tweet that? She goes, no, don't be that guy. I said, all right, I won't tweet it. But you're going to say it on the radio? I'll tell you about it, yeah. All right, can't wait to hear it. He said, I'll listen to that morning show. I like that Manchester guy. Yeah, I yeah. bet he does. Yeah. Only guy in town gives him a fair shot. All right, when we come back, our piping hot takes. What went wrong last night for the Rockies? Short answer, everything. James Merrillat, Will Peterson, Vic Lombardi Show, Altitude 950. The Nuggets, the Avalanche, and Denver's best sports talk all day long. Let's go, let's go, let's go! Denver's all sports station. Altitude 950. If you thought all sports bars were the same, well, then you haven't been to the neighborhood Hilltop Tap House in Parker. The Hilltop is the only bar in Parker with the Pac-12 network on dozens of TVs, so no matter where you sit, you can catch all the action. And on Sundays, the Tap House has all the pro games. Yeah, enjoy a pregame breakfast with their incredible Ultimate Bloody Mary Bar. Ghost peppers and bacon, anyone? The Hilltop in Parker. Off of Parker Road and Hilltop, if the lot's full in the front, you can always park in the back. But come park it for football all season along at the Hilltop in Parker. Get power to spare with a Honda generator, and you'll never be left in the dark again. Honda puts clean, economical, portable power when and where it's needed most, when you least expect it. Honda generators all have easy-starting, dependable Honda engines to keep the power going. Get turned on to a Honda generator from Jack's Ranch and Home in Fort Collins and enjoy for home or play. Visit jacksmercantile.com. It's hot, really hot, but the offers at the MedVet Truck Center are even hotter. MedVet has America's best-selling truck brands, Ford, Chevy, Ram, GMC. Four brands, 40 acres, $40 million worth of inventory. And one salesperson can show you everything. At MedVet, the deals are hot. When it's hot, we're hot. MedVet's got a lot. Everything's on sale, free from hell. You bet, MedVet's hot. Get 
hail sale discounts without the hail damage. Plus, no payments till fall or 0% APR financing up to 72 months on select vehicles for those who qualify. Ford, Chevy, Ram, GMC. Drive them. Compare them. Buy them. When it's hot, we're hot. The Medved Truck Center is hot. Just minutes south of Lincoln on the I-25 corridor to part the 181 ramp Castle Rock. Shop online at medved.com. It's sometimes hard to talk about. Men's health issues. I get it. Totally a guy thing. But the fact is, urology issues, including urinary problems, prostate disease, or sexual dysfunction, are among the top men's health issues. Even harder than talking about it is living with it. The Urology Center of Colorado makes it comfortable for you to bring your concerns to them. The Urology Center of Colorado has a team of experts dedicated to men's health. Your health. Learn more at TUCC.com. The Urology Center of Colorado. Remember to click or call 811 before you begin any outdoor project that requires digging. Thanks, 811, for helping me plant my new garden. I couldn't have installed the new fence without you. Thanks, 811. The service is free and easy. Within three business days, locators will mark your property for underground utilities so you can dig safely. Visit Colorado811.org for more information. Sponsored by Colorado 811, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station. The road to success is paved with your new career at Brandon Sand and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. And Brandon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brandon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401K. Become a part of the Brandon team. Apply today at Brandon1.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one, dot com. Enjoy one of the most fan-friendly and state-of-the-art college football venues in America. Colorado State Rams football in Canvas Stadium on the CSU campus. An extraordinary game day experience. Season tickets for seven games are on sale now, including matchups against Arkansas, Wyoming, and Colorado in the Rocky Mountain Showdown. Three-game mini plans are also available, and you pick the games. For tickets and information, call 800-491-RAMS or visit csurams.com slash tickets. The Altitude 950 traffic update. I-76 westbound running slow between 88th and 270. This traffic report is brought to you by Zequels Pure Z's. And you also have some heavy traffic on the ramp from westbound I-76 to southbound I-25. Expect delay on southbound I-25, I-70 to 23rd. How'd you sleep last night? Not great? Then try new Zequel Pure Z's, a drug-free melatonin gummy with a unique botanical blend that helps you fall asleep naturally with no next-day grogginess. New Zequel Pure Z's. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. High drive right center field. Cody Bellinger has tied the game. It's hard to keep track of all the home runs. Cody Bellinger apparently tied the game. Uh, Rockies just combust last night. Chris Iannetta hits a home run to put him up 5-3. It looks like it's going to be a great win. Going to steal a game from the Dodgers. Get this weekend started off on the right foot. And they just collapse. Well, it was a 1-1 game. A 1-1 game going into the 7th. Right? So, to some extent, the uh, Denver Post headline of pitching duel in Denver was correct through 6 innings. And then the Dodgers get their two spot off Oberg and like, here we go. 
Same old Rockies, right? Same old Rockies. Seventh inning is just their their uh, Achilles heel. It's their bugaboo. And they come back and answer. The offense had been dormant essentially the entire homestand. I mean, I had with his biggest home run as a Rocky in what? Eight years? In, in ages. They yeah. put, they go up five, three, and like, okay, great. Now you get to O and you get to Adovino or you get to Wade Davis, shut this thing down, go home, big win in the first series. Two more in the eighth, three more in the, in the ninth, and you blow it. Just a colossal meltdown. I mean, you're looking at the play by play now. Peterson homered to left, 376. Muncie homered to left, 371. Bellinger homered to center, 439. Taylor homered to left center, 413. Dozier homered to left, 405. <laughs> and it's like, it was, it was so frustrating because Twitter last night was the, the same thing. Why are we booing Wade Davis? Well, he's one and no, six no. with a five five one ERA. You know what the most encouraging thing of of the first segment was for me when we were doing uh, big news now mm-hmm. is when Wade Davis gave up the second home run. It was the boo birds were out at Coors Field, which Good. is exactly what they ought to be because that's people who've been paying attention. Boom to shreds and have seen that. Hey, you blew two games on the road trip, yeah, and now you come back here and you and in a five five game you you give up three runs. Like, you ought to get booed. At some point, you deserve to get booed. You know who deserved to get booed early in the season? Ian Desmond. He was making a lot of money and hitting below the Mendoza line. You deserve to get booed. That's part of the job. And Wade Davis, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm just not going to be the one who comes out here and goes, you know who knows he did poorly last night? Wade Davis. Yeah, great. You know who paid to be there last night? All the people in the stands. The 43,000 people in the stands. Yeah. They 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 can boo if they want to boo when you don't perform. That's the worst take in sports talk radio. You know who feels the bad and the worst about it? Him. Yeah, I hate that take. I load that take. You're bad at your job if that's your take. It's uh it, it just is one of those things of I was happy to see. I, you don't want it to be a situation where they have to boo, but it was uh it was good to hear Rockies fans finally express their frustration. All right, James, fire us up. What's your hot take? Because I spit hot fire. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station, and the Vic Lombardi Show present Piping Hot Takes. It's Manchester's Hot Take. So when the meltdown was uh, complete last night, when the Rockies' bullpen had uh, outdone themselves, which is tough to do because I didn't think they could be any worse than they'd been uh, the rest of the season. Last night was the low point. I was going back to the good old days, and, a, and an image and a sound popped into my head from Monday Night Football when I was a kid, and the great Dandy Don Meredith was going through my head. Turn out the lights, the party's over. They say that all good things must end. Call it a night, the party's over. And tomorrow and next year starts the same old thing. Yeah. That is the Rockies. They got to August 10th, but the party is over. Broncos start tomorrow, thank goodness, because they are toast. I know it's just one game out of 162, bud, but you're now three and a half games back of the Dodgers, and it just it, no lead is enough. They can't seem to close out games. 
I can't put together a scenario in which this team claws back into the division race. The wild card starts turning into a very crowded situation. There's a lot of teams to jump over. The three and a half games back in that race as well. The Rockies are toast. The Broncos start tomorrow. Moving on. It's HW's Hot Take. A lot of storylines to watch tomorrow night as the Broncos take on the Vikings. We've been over it, but I can't get enough of the juiciness of this QB situation. Keenum versus Cousins. They boot Keenum out of town after he has a miracle playoff win for Kirk Cousins, the sexier option, the dude from Washington who doesn't win in the postseason. Simeon versus Lynch. A lot of people now, the take is Trevor Simeon should be the backup quarterback on this team. Keenum is your one and Simeon is your two. Sounds a lot better than whatever they're doing. How funny will it be, Manchester, if Simeon comes in and throws two touchdowns and Lynch throws two picks? I don't think that'll be funny at all. I'm not rooting for that. Ironic. Better term? Mm, sure. Um, would it shock me? No. And then Chad Kelly versus the hometown favorite, Kyle Sloter. A lot of things wrong with Vance Joseph's first training camp last year. Maybe the biggest was that he didn't know who Kyle Sloter was. Uh, not knowing who he was was ridiculous. Uh, Kyle Sloter not making the roster was totally fine with me. Uh, it was the classic example of what we were talking about a couple of days ago. Uh, that this town just loves Timmy Tryhard and Kyle Sloter is going to be this great quarterback. Kyle Sloter is never going to throw an NFL pass. He's not. Uh, it's amazing to me how quickly people forget what an actual NFL quarterback looks like. We had Peyton Manning here not that long ago and, and, and all of a sudden it was like, yeah, this guy's great. It's like, what are you talking about? What are we watching? Why are we making this assumption and coming up with this conclusion? He's not an NFL caliber quarterback. Give me a break. So we've talked about it here on the Vic Lombardi Show. We put in a formal request to interview Paxton Lynch. Broncos PR told us in so many words that's not going to happen. Chad yeah. Kelly is allowed to do media scrums. He's done several. Chad Kelly has done local radio. He has done interviews with radio stations over at the tents. Case Keenum talks all the time, but he's a podium guy, right? Excuse me. Starting quarterback's going to be a podium guy, right? Yeah. So it's been really curious. The Broncos PR denies our official request to talk to Paxton. And just so you people know, did you know Paxton kind of sneaks off the side door every single day? Paxton refuses to use the main door because he doesn't want to run past the media. He He throws and then he sneaks off the side door. Okay. And he, full sprint, every day, full sprint. Don't bother me. Don't do it. Focused on his job. Well, I see the full sprint yesterday, and I'm sick of it. I'm over it. We're all tired of being out there. So I stop him, and he almost runs me over. And I say, hey, can you do radio? And he looks flabbergasted that I was willing to ask him that question. And he goes, oh, uh, no, man, I got, I got a lift, maybe later. And I said, okay, man, it's no big deal either way. Like, take care. And he goes, Oh, okay, I appreciate that. I appreciate you. I'm going to go lift. Keeps sprinting, runs in the locker room. Now, I thought it was interesting, two things. One, he knows he doesn't, that the PR staff knows he doesn't want to talk. So he was, he was kind of surprised I stopped him. Second, he was surprised that I, I, he thought like, like, I felt like he thought I was going to try to like start something with him. I was like, no, dude, I just asking the question. If you don't want to do it, it's no big deal. Like he was pretty floored that someone was willing to talk to him and say, Do you want to do radio? Do an interview. That to me is a QB who knows his NFL career is on the line in the next two games. 
Uh, perhaps. I think that's a little hyperbolic that his NFL career, his career is on the line. I think his career in Denver is on the line. Um, who wants that guy though, dude? Who's going to take a chance on him? Look, here's the thing. I stand out there and watch the same practice as everybody else does, and I don't understand what you people are watching. I really don't. Paxton Lynch is effortless when he throws the football. He is. And people translate that as he's lazy, he's not trying. He's just one of those people that makes that look easy, where Chad Kelly has to take a full wind-up like he's throwing it from the warning track to home plate. It's like That's not going to translate into the NFL. It's just not. But Paxton Lynch acted like he did with you because you weren't a jerk to him, and he's a guy that has gotten a completely unfair shake from the local media the entire time he has been here. He just has. And it's in the newspaper again today. You know, the description of his interceptions versus the description of Case Keenum's interceptions in the rundown, it's just laughable, man. It's just laughable. It's Lynch airmailed a throw deep down the middle of the field and was intercepted by DeMonte Thomas. Okay. I mean, it's just, there's, there's ways in which you describe things that, um, let everybody know kind of where your, your position is and how you feel on things. And the guy's gotten an unfair shake. He came in, he, he played in a college system where they had eight plays. Eight plays. How long do you think it's going to take to learn an NFL play, playbook? We heard, we heard Kyle Shanahan explain how, how many options are on one route. One route, let alone the 800 plays or whatever it is that are in the playbook, that's going to take some time. But in, in, nobody wants to provide that. They just want to say, and they won't. They don't have the coyones. Did I get it right? Yeah, there you go. To say it, to say that he's stupid, they just want to dance around it and insinuate it. If, if, if every day people in the newspaper, on TV, and on radio insinuated that you were stupid, would you want to go talk to them? No, I wouldn't. So that's why I told this story, James, is because I'm standing up for Paxton. I'm kind of telling your side here, like, He's a nice kid. He he was just flabbergasted that I like treated him with respect. But why do why is why are people not rooting for the kid? Like actively Broncos fans actively just want to knock the kid down. You know what would be the best case scenario for the Broncos in the next decade if the guy they took in the first round turned out to be a quarterback, turned out to be a player. That would be their best case scenario. And people like root against it. Why? It's defeatist. I don't know. You're rooting against yourself. If you're a Broncos fan, if you're hoping Paxton Lynch fails, but that's why I told you that he was floored that a media member, like just said, dude, it's not that big a deal. Have fun on your lift. Well, good for you. Well, wait, welcome to the team of people who, uh, aren't going to be unfair. And again, and I've said it a thousand times and everybody thinks I'm a, I, I'm a guy predicting Paxton Lynch is going to be a great player. I'm not. I'm just saying I want to see what the kid can do. I wanted to see it two years ago rather than the road to nowhere Trevor Simeon. I sure as hell wanted to see it last year because like I told everybody, this is going to be Groundhog Day and it was just a crappier version of Groundhog Day. It was the, it was the day in, in the movie Groundhog Day where Bill Murray puts the toaster in the bathtub with him. That's what, yes, that's what last season was. Both of which have been a total waste of time and now we don't know anything about the kid and we're going to try and talk ourselves into a journeyman quarterback that's 30 years old is going to be the savior of the franchise it's just it's laughable it's laughable his career in denver is on the line 36 hours from now and the next saturday against chicago fine and i don't disagree with you and they're two home games but the best case scenario for the broncos for the next decade is that that kid has has, has turned the corner and the light bulb has gone on the proverbial switch has been flipped and he can play so if you're going out there tomorrow, that's what you should be rooting for. That's what you should be hoping for. More Broncos, more Rockies next. Vic Lombardi Show, James Merrill, Will Peterson, Marty O, Jesse Trujillo, Altitude 950. Party's over. And tomorrow and next year starts the same old thing.
Here's what's in play on Altitude 950. Whether you like to run or walk, don't miss the Nuggets 5K, Sunday, August 26th, starting at 9 a.m. at the Pepsi Center. Register early by August 12th for $35. Enjoy the post-race party and beer garden. Rocky and dancers. Get more info now at Altitude950.com. Hey, car lovers. Jack Farland from Farland Classic Restoration here. Have you heard of a Pro Tour car? A Pro Tour car is the melding of a classic like a 69 Camaro with a totally clean-burning modern engine with new suspension and electronics. The result is an eco-friendly, fast, fun, and reliable car. Let us help you build your dream car. Find out more at FarlandCars.com. That's FarlandCars.com. You're on your way to the store, then boom, you're T-boned at 45 miles per hour. Instead of shopping, you're on your way to the ER. Then comes the doctor visits, prescriptions, therapy, diagnostics, ongoing treatment, and the limitations. You have range of motion problems. Then the ultimate insult. The insurance company makes you feel like the crash was your fault. You need a legal game plan. You want a legal game plan. At Bell & Pollock, we've used over 25 years of experience to develop a legal game plan just for you. Our game plan has injury rules, rules of treatment, rules of claims, insurance company rules, litigation rules, rules they use to beat you. Now you can have them and know them and use them to protect you and your family. Our Bell & Pollock legal game plan gives you the rules the insurance company doesn't want you to have or know or use. But guess what? We do. At Bell & Pollock, Success is no accident. Find us at championsofthepeople.com. That's championsofthepeople.com. Get your free initial consult and your free legal game plan. We'll help you. Hey, Colorado, are you looking for the best prices in town on appliances? Then get on over to our brand new Clear Center now. Hi, I'm Brad Barnett, president of Mountain High Appliance, and we just opened the doors to our new Clear Center showroom in Denver. Unbelievable prices on brands from Bosch, KitchenAid, Whirlpool, Maytag, Gen Air, Electrolux, Samsung, and many more. And to celebrate our new showroom, we're offering additional savings of 10, 15, or 20% when you buy one or more appliances at our Denver or Louisville Clearance Center showrooms. We've got misorders, closeouts, floor model displays, and demo units, all at crazy low prices. Plus, we're pulling hundreds of appliances out of our brand new good stock, but pricing it like scratch and dent pieces. Stop by our new Clear Center showroom in Denver, located inside our warehouse, just north of 58th Avenue on I-25. For directions, visit mountainhighappliance.com. Thank you. The skills you can develop as a soldier in the Army National Guard can give you an edge in the high-tech job market of tomorrow. The Guard offers career training to take advantage of your skills in science, technology, engineering, and math that can help give you a leg up to a high-paying and rewarding STEM profession. Get a head start on your career while earning money to pay for college. Log on to NationalGuard.com to learn about all of the STEM career opportunities in the Army National Guard. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station. You think you have what it takes to be on air? Want to share your talent with the world? Well, Colorado Media School has an open casting call right now to be an on-air DJ for one of their internet radio stations. They have over 20 internet stations across this country and are looking for talent. If you think you have the talent to work on the radio, this is your shot. 
Call the Colorado Media School now and schedule an audition for their casting call. 303-937-7070. It's 303-937-7070. Colorado Media School is also looking for careers behind the scenes like producers, directors, board operators, and much more. Call the Colorado Media School now. This is an opportunity of a lifetime. 303-937-7070. I took advantage of the opportunity that the Colorado Media School presented. I had no experience. I just had the passion and wanted to work in the industry. We offer training in as little as eight months and financial aid is available to those who qualify. Call the Colorado Media School now, 303-937-7070 and tell them Josh Dover sent you. Training Camp 2018, Altitude 950 is on the case. This training camp update brought to you by Honda Power Sports. No practice today for the Broncos as they rest up before their first preseason game tomorrow night at Broncos Stadium at Mile High. There are several position battles to watch, including at running back. Here's Vance Joseph on how he plans on trying to get a good look at everybody. Well, everyone plays. Everyone plays. You know, obviously right now, Book's the lead guy, you know, along with Royce. So those guys probably will split the time with the uh, first two series. And after that, you know, everyone plays. This Broncos 2018 training camp update is powered by Honda. Get your brand new Honda EU 2200 portable generator at your local Honda power equipment dealer. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Speeds aren't too bad through the Tech Center right now on I-25. Traffic is brought to you by Zequel Pure Z's. In fact, Boulder Turnpike looks good. C-470 better than average, as is 6th Avenue. There is an accident reported, though, eastbound Hamden, just west of I-25. How'd you sleep last night? Not great. Then try new Zequel Pure Z's, a drug-free melatonin gummy with a unique botanical blend that helps you fall asleep naturally with no next-day grogginess. New Zequel Pure Z's. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. Pitcher. I think there is combination combination of stringing pitches together and keeping the ball down primarily. The stuff is fine. His arm feels good. I think he's got to he's got to get the ball down. And when you do elevate the ball, it's got to be you know at the top of the strike zone or above. Stuff is fine. That's a actual quote from Bud Black about Wade Davis. Uh, Wade Davis has turned into Greg Holland here in August. The wheels have fallen off completely. Another terrible outing last night. He gets booed off the field. Welcome back, Vic Lombardi Show. <laughs> Altitude 950, James Merrill at Will Peterson. What? Was anything I just said inaccurate? Oh, but good Lord, we're depressing. And, and look, it, it's impossible not to be. And here's why I think they're toast. All right. In, in the last time I said this was 2007. So maybe it'll turn out the same way and I'll eat crow and I'll gladly do it. We'll get a bottle of Pinot and I'll dive in. The problem with the Rockies at this point isn't the amount of games they're back, which is three and a half. The problem with the Rockies at this point is how many teams are ahead of them, mm. right? So they're in third place in the division. Are, are they going to be able to make up ground on both Arizona and the Dodgers? That becomes tough. But listen to the teams ahead of them in the wild card, which they're also three games out of the second wild card. They're four, or sorry, three and a half games. They're four and a half games back out of hosting the wild card game. Okay. Right now, Milwaukee would host. Atlanta would be, Atlanta would probably be the, the second team, but they're t- tied with either Arizona or the Dodgers and then St. Louis and then Colorado. They're in sixth in the wild card. 
Now, fifth, because one of those teams is going to win the NL West. So, okay, you can't count both of them. But still, that's a lot of teams to jump. And what's really frustrating about it is look at the list of teams and tell me who, tell me what the common denominator is in this group. Milwaukee's ahead of them. St. Louis is ahead of them. And the Dodgers are ahead of them. Teams they've blown games against recently. Right. Yeah. I mean, those were huge. They're, they're four and a half back in Milwaukee. If you don't blow two games there, you're what? A half a game back? Yeah. Cause each game, head to head games, a two game swing. Last time was a two game swing. They're a game and a half back if, if they win that game. They, they blew at least one in St. Louis. I mean, it, it's just is, it, those have been big games when they're teams that you're competing with for the division or for the wild card. And look, you we, could argue they blew three in St. Louis. We didn't come in here, or I guess we were probably down at the tent at, at Dove Valley. We didn't rant and rave about how terrible the 10-2 loss was to Pittsburgh. We yeah. didn't. It, was, it wasn't that big a deal. It just won their night. That You know what that is? That is exactly what Bud Black said last night. It's one game out of 162. Yep, it is. But when you claw your way back and take a lead and you can't hold it for an inning – and then you blow the for the fifth time in a week and a half, you blow a, a a game in the eighth or ninth inning. That's not just one game. That's a game you had in hand. You had a victory. You were going to move up a game in the standings, and instead you moved back again. It was going to be a huge five three win. Exactly. Yeah. It was a, a big momentum switch. It was a big comeback. The bats came alive. Tyler Anderson was really really good. The bullpen comes out, shuts him down. They get the win. Go home. Everybody's happy. The, the the way the narrative did a 180 in the span of 30 minutes, it's impossible to overlook that. It's impossible to say, ah, it's, it's one game. It's not. A 10-2 loss to Pittsburgh when you were down 10 nothing early and it really didn't matter because you know what? You're not going to go 162-0. Yeah, then you can break out the cliché. Uh, text line reaction 9438 says you absolutely can ba- blame Bud Black. The way he uses bench bats is disgusting. Where is Tapia? I mean, if Ramel Tapia is the solution that we're looking for, I, I think we're being a little bit hard on Bud Black. Like, what was the, what this was is the, what the texture said? What was the situation? What was the situation last night where people weren't happy with how he used their bats off the bench? Well, I think people weren't happy with the decision to pinch hit Ian Desmond in the day game against the Pirates. Okay. But who did he pinch hit him for? Tony, Tony Walters, Walters, who's hitting 155 or whatever it is. Like, is it his fault that he's got, I mean, if he leaves, here's the thing. Bud Black's in a no-win situation at that point. If he, if guy on first and third won out and you leave the guy hitting 155 in the game and he goes up there and strikes out or he hits into a double play, that's the other thing. He's a catcher. He's not exactly, you know, fleet of foot. He hits into a double play, innings over. Everybody's torching Bud Black for that too. You know what the problem is? The problem is he's got a guy hitting 155 that's on his roster who's a catcher and he has to start. And he, had, he last night, you know what bat he had to go to? Pat Vileka hitting 151. Did they go get him some options at the trade deadline? So he had some bats to, uh, coming off the bench that he could go to in those kind of situations? No. No. I mean, if, if, if you, if you open up the thing on chopped and all of your ingredients are rancid, is it your fault that you don't make a good meal? Uh, 5319 reacting to your hot take. Manchester, you're unreal, buddy. Calling it quits on August 10th. Alrighty then. Fine. Great. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. We got his number. If he wants to wager. I mean, last year we did a wager with a guy. He never paid it off. Remember that guy who told me how off my rocker I was about the Broncos? Yeah, that guy disappeared. He ghosted us. Nowhere to be found. Excuse me. Bless you. All right, we'll get over to the Broncos. Awesome job, Will. That's definitely revealing. Brandon and Glendale. 
of my conversation with Paxton Lynch. Absolutely floored that a media member would be respectful toward him. If you, if you have to take the secret way out of work every day, you really don't want to be bothered. That's what Paxton does. He literally goes and throws and then goes over to the VIP tent and then takes the secret way out so that no media members will bother. How many times has Vaughn stopped and talked to the scrum? Vaughn's a podium guy. How many times has he done the podium? Uh During camp? Yeah. Once or twice. Okay. So are we saying Paxton Lynch is the only guy who takes that route? You're out there as much as I am. I mean, do you see many other guys take that route? I, the, some of the O-linemen will take that route. But the O-linemen generally in this town don't talk. That's, it, that's not unique to these, this current group. I just think the, the, the guy has been treated unfairly. Like he got killed for losing at home to Atlanta his rookie year. I think they lost that game like 24-17. And then Atlanta played in the Super Bowl and should have won the Super Bowl. Atlanta went to the Super Bowl. Should have won it. And Vic Beasley tore, was that a Schofield game or a San Brilo game? It was one of the two turnstiles at right tackle. And he just, he dominated the game. To use a Vance Joseph term, he wrecked the game. But we blamed that on Paxton Lynch. Now, if that wasn't colossally unfair, I don't know what is. Was Paxton Lynch the one who couldn't cover the running backs out of the backfield for the Falcons? I mean, you know, but he lost to a team that went to the Super Bowl and should have won it, and he just got killed for it. And then he went to Jacksonville, and he didn't play great, but he won the game. I think crying in the Raiders game last year was not his best move. I think that's when Broncos country really turned on him. I did turn on him well before that. But I, I think okay, that was the Let's proverbial nail in the coffin. Let's break that down. Why? Why? Because I don't think Peyton Manning was ever in tears on the sideline. Well, Garrett Bowles had to have a cart come get him off the field, and he cried going off the field like he had torn his knee to shreds, and he played the next week. Well, Does anybody criticize Garrett okay, Bowles? that's those damn millennials for you then, dude. We yeah, do I that mean, segment every day. But everybody loves Garrett Bowles because he brings his two-year-old to the draft, and he's a neat story. Garrett Bowles last year was a... a, a Penalty machine. He was a disaster. Garrett Bowles isn't any better of a first-round pick than Paxton Lynch. They just played him. Do you know what Garrett Bowles did yesterday? Stopped and talked to the media. Had a scrum of about 20 people asking questions. There's the the definition, right? He gets an unfair shake because he doesn't kiss their butt. He doesn't play the game with them. He doesn't talk to them. He doesn't go through the motions. And so they don't like him. And they criticize him more than they criticize Trevor Simeon. They judge him differently than they judge Trevor Simeon. And I said it last year during training camp on Twitter and on this show over and over and over and over again, and nobody wanted to hear it. Yeah, but is Paxson doing himself any favors by not talking? He's not. He's not. But that's not how you should judge him because he doesn't stop and talk to you. I'm not saying you. I'm saying the royal you that is the Dove Valley menu. Well, he stopped and talked to me yesterday. It's where all this stuff started is because I would stand there at practice and watch the exact same thing as all the minions and then watch what they tweeted and say, what are you watching? What are you watching? Did anybody just rave about how two days ago when you and I were up on the hill, the two deep balls he completed to Tim Patrick? Have we heard the raves about those? Are we just going to talk about the one he airmailed yesterday? It's B. That's what's going to happen. Uh, 3629 with a really interesting text on the Rockies. Want to read it when we get back. More Rockies reaction. Power 5 coming up. We'll spend the globe with Marty O. Hey, we have a ton of Rapids tickets to give away, Manchester. They're playing the Earthquakes tomorrow night. We'll give those away today on the show. Uh 7 o'clock start, Dick's Sporting Goods Park. And uh, your 
favorite writer in Denver will join us at 9.30. Paul Klee? The Gazette's Paul Klee. I'm a big You Paul Klee introduced guy. your boy to Paul Klee as he's the best columnist in town. I think I did. Yeah? And I think I'm standing by that. Although I did like Mark Kizzle this morning uh, ripping Charlie Blackman. That was good. That's how, you know what? That's how you do it in a big boy baseball town. Kudos to Mark Kisler. <laughs> Klee and Kisler, they're both very good at their jobs. We'll talk to Paul at 9.30. You got the Vic Lombardi Show on Altitude 950. It's go time at training camp, and the heat is on. Why are Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders going to be on the field? They shouldn't be. I don't want them to be. I don't be. want them to be either. If either of them get hurt, the Broncos' offense is finished. The scrutiny is intense. Here's the headline you don't want coming out from that first preseason game. Uh, Broncos injured. Ex-Bronco injured. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bronco injured. I mean, you can name a player. You don't want any of these guys injured. We've got the analysis, the breaking news, and oh yeah, the drama. It's training camp. Stay on the case with Altitude 950. When it's hot, we're hot. Really hot, but the offers at the MedVet Truck Center are even hotter. MedVet has America's best-selling truck brands. Ford, Chevy, Ram, GMC. Four brands, 40 acres, $40 million worth of inventory. And one salesperson can show you everything. At MedVet, the deals are hot. When it's hot, we're hot. MedVet's got a lot. Everything's on sale. Free from hell. You bet MedVet's hot. Get hail sale discounts without the hail damage. Plus, no payments till fall or 0% APR financing up to 72 months on select vehicles for those who qualify. Ford, Chevy, Ram, GMC. Drive them. Compare them. Buy them. When it's hot, we're hot. The MedVet Truck Center is hot. Just minutes south of Lincoln on the I-25 corridor to part the 181 ramp Castle Rock. Shop online at MedVed.com. Stop by Wings Over the Rockies Air and Space Museum on Saturday, August 11th for the 5th annual Hops in the Hangar Beer Festival. Sample beer from dozens of Colorado's best breweries, snack on tasty grub, check out a car show with more than 60 sweet rides, play games, climb into the cockpits, and a whole lot more. All for the price of admission. Festivities run from 5 to 9 p.m. inside a historic former Air Force in Denver's Lowry neighborhood. Find tickets and information online at wingsmuseum.org slash hops. Get power to spare with a Honda generator, and you'll never be left in the dark again. Honda puts clean, economical, portable power when and where it's needed most, when you least expect it. Honda generators all have easy-starting, dependable Honda engines to keep the power going. Get turned on to a Honda generator from Jack's Outdoor Gear in Broomfield. And enjoy for home or play. Visit jacksmercantile.com. It's sometimes hard to talk about men's health issues. I get it. Totally a guy thing. But the fact is, urology issues, including urinary problems, prostate disease, or sexual dysfunction, are among the top men's health issues. Even harder than talking about it is living with it. The Urology Center of Colorado makes it comfortable for you to bring your concerns to them. The Urology Center of Colorado has a team of experts dedicated to men's health. Your health. Learn more at TUCC.com. The Urology Center of Colorado. Veterans, it's time to take advantage of the VA benefits you deserve. Hey, it's Mark Mosher for American Financing, and we thank you for your service and want to see you receive the greatest savings when it comes to owning a home on the land you once defended. When using your VA benefits, there is no down payment or mortgage insurance required. Plus, you'll receive some of the lowest rates in the industry. 
Already in a mortgage? No problem. You can refinance any existing mortgage into a VA loan while receiving access to 100% of your home's value. That's greater than any other loan program can offer. And even though it's called a VA loan, it's available to active duty military and spouses. So you don't have to wait to take advantage of such incredible savings. A salary-based mortgage consultant will listen to your financial goals and will customize a program that fits your needs. Just call American Financing at 303-695-7000, or AmericanFinancing.net, the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. If you thought all sports bars were the same, well, then you haven't been to the neighborhood Hilltop Tap House in Parker. The Hilltop is the only bar in Parker with the Pac-12 network on dozens of TVs, so no matter where you sit, you can catch all the action. And on Sundays, the Tap House has all the pro games. Yeah, enjoy a pregame breakfast with their incredible ultimate Bloody Mary bar. Ghost peppers and bacon, anyone? The Hilltop and Parker. Off of Parker Road and Hilltop, if the lot's full in the front, you can always park in the back. But come park it for football all season long at the Hilltop in Parker. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Slow traffic behind an accident westbound C470 right around Alameda. So do watch for some activity there and slowdowns. Traffic is brought to you by Zequel, Pure Z's. Slow traffic southbound I-25 through downtown I-70 to Auraria Parkway. You're looking slow on eastbound I-70 Federal through to Brighton Boulevard. How'd you sleep last night? Not great? Then try new Zequel Pure Z's, a drug-free melatonin gummy with a unique botanical blend that helps you fall asleep naturally with no next day grogginess. New Zequel Pure Z's. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. He strokes one to left. That sends Dahl back. He turns. It's gone. Two pinch hit home runs in the seven for the Dodgers. This one from Muncie, and it's 3 1. Dodgers beat up on the Rockies last night. No real other way to put it. Rockies lose 8-5. Uh, I don't know if I can come here and say it's the worst loss of the season because they've had so many mind-numbing losses recently, but it's one of the worst losses of the season. Welcome back. Vic Lombardi Show, Altitude 950. James Merillat, Will Peterson with you. Vic on well-earned PTO. It, uh, I guess it's a good thing that on August 10th we're ticked about the Rockies. Right? But we I mean, were ticked on August 7th. We were ticked on August 4th. I know. We were ticked on August 2nd. I know. Like, but we're still paying attention. They still, it mattered. Last night mattered. It didn't go well. But at least it mattered. That was better than the alternative of, you know, they're just going through the motions. We could be in Kansas City right now. Although we would also be still basking in the glow of our World Series parade from a couple of years ago. 3629 was the text I referred to. And this is a take that we've had, James, but the texter puts it very succinctly. I want your reaction. Fact of the matter is the rest of the division decided to get better at the deadline, and the Rockies did not see Brian, I think it's Dozier, or Dozier, and Manny Machado last night. Yeah. No, and the Diamondbacks made moves. I mean, the Diamondbacks' moves weren't as big, um, but they certainly made some moves. They did last year as well um, to push their chips into the middle of the table, and this is the second straight year that the Rockies essentially have done nothing. I mean, Lucroy... Um, was a decent addition last year. Nishak was a decent addition last year, but they weren't. Were they really but needle was movers? Was Nishak decent? Were they, hey, he he was a good addition on paper, and then he came here and he was a mess. He was a mess down in Arizona in the wild card game. Give up a hit to Ar- Archie freaking Bradley. I'm with you. I mean, Sangwon O looks like he's 
heading in that same direction. Sangwon O oh being a fly ball pitcher was was the narrative we heard. That bit him last night. Yeah, that's not a good thing at, at Coors Field. It, yeah, I mean, I, I guess that, and that's been my disappointment for the past ten days is if you've never won a division title and you've been in existence for more than a quarter century, and at the time they were a game or a game and a half back, so they're right there. They're right there. A chance to do something that you've never done. I don't think the proper answer is we're going to be conservative. We're going to stay the course. We're going to continue to stick with our plan because we want to make sure we have Brendan Rodgers and these other young guys up here in 2020. Sometimes an unexpected opportunity comes your way and you have to jump at it. You have to go, well, uh, you know, this is manna from heaven. I guess I'll take it. And the Rockies didn't. They just sat there and said, no, you know what they are? Here's what the, here's what Jeff Bradish was on trade deadline day. He was Jim Carrey at the end of Dumb and Dumber when the Hawaiian trap, tropic model bus pulls up and he goes, nope, you're heading the, you're heading the wrong direction. We're going this way. And he doesn't get on the bus with them. That's what he was. You weren't expecting the bus to come along. You weren't expecting the swimsuit models to get out and you were heading east. But if they come by and they're heading west, Hop on board, see where it goes. Mm-hmm. That's what the Rockies should have done, and that's what Jeff Breidich failed to do. So you have this swoon, this August. They've lost eight out of eleven. Nosedive squarely on the shoulders of Jeff Breidich. No, I mean it, it, it's a little bit like we go round and round with Vic. I'm not pointing the finger at just one guy, but that's part of it. I mean, look. No, I'm agreeing with you. I Breidich clearly didn't do enough at the deadline. There's a lot of people to blame. And, and I think Jeff Breidich not doing more at the deadline. Now, the question is, well, why? But not doing more at the deadline, I think, was a mistake. And it proves to be a mistake with every passing game, seemingly. I think Bud Black has pushed some wrong buttons. Last night, I'm again questioning why Scott Oberg is in the game when it's one-to-one in the seventh. I don't understand that move. But, okay, why we've seen Jake McGee in situations that we've seen him in the last week. Um but again, to Bud Black's uh, defense, he had Pat Vileka as his back coming off the bench yesterday. He had to pinch hit for Tony Walters in a in a close game. Because, well, he didn't have to pinch hit for Tony. He made that decision. But he's he's hitting 155. If you let a guy hit in a first and third with one out that's hitting 155, a catcher, and he grounds into a double play, you're gonna get killed. Can't Tony hit should. a fly ball though? Ian wasn't able to hit a fly ball. Ian Ian whiff. But who would you rather have at the plate in that situation? Come on. Hey, Matt no. Holiday. <laughs> right? Fine. I'd rather yeah. have somebody other than either one of those guys. Yeah. I don't like either option, but that's on, that's on Breitage. Uh, 2611, Manchester is an arrogant prick, so I hate to feed his ego, but he called it two weeks ago saying we needed bullpen help at the deadline. Really, uh, odd compliment. <laughs> <laughs> had to compliment you, but had to call you an arrogant prick to start the text off. Uh, okay. I mean, I, but I called it. What do you, do you want me to not tell you I called it? I mean, I, I don't think that was a grand revelation, but it, it, it's, it, they, they needed to add a piece or two. They needed to add some bullpen help. They needed to add, um, another legitimate bat coming off the bench and pitch hitting situations. And we've seen it, you know, a couple of times in the last two or three nights that that is, that is bit them. The altitude 950 text line is 30933. We'll read your reaction this morning. Obviously, a lot of people have takes on the Rockies meltdown last night. 7911 says, I wonder how teammates feel about Wade Davis. Ionetta brings the team and the fans to their feet. Davis pokes the balloon and lets all the air out. Well, it wasn't just him. Sangwano originally gave up the lead. Um, 
it, it, it was multiple guys last night, but it, it's, but the texture raises a good point. Is there resentment there now? What, what is the dynamic in the clubhouse when that dude walks in? You know, I, I think publicly they're all going to say, we all support Wade and he's, he's doing his best. He's a great player. He's leading the NL in saves. Privately, you can't tell me Nolan's happy with Wade. You just can't. Are we going to go down the, is Nolan happy again? Tra- train again though? Like, why? That's the biggest underreported story in this town, dude. No, it's not. Everybody talks about how, uh, oh, we gotta keep, I'm so tired of, we gotta roll out the red carpet for Nolan Arnold. Where Nolan is playing baseball one year from today is the most underreported story in this town. Did you see what just happened with Manny Machado? He goes out to the All-Star game wearing the Orioles uniform and he's mucking it up with the Dodgers guys because he knows he's about to get traded to LA. Yeah, and Baltimore's 35 and 80. They're 35 and 80. All right, so I think we need a little bit of perspective of the Rockies are 60 and 55. They're not 35 and freaking 80. Dude, when Vic asked him about it the other day, he didn't say, I want to be a Rocky for a long time. He just said, no, it's not about me. It's about the team. Man, you guys read into the – between Billy Moose's, they had eight plays at Memphis and how everybody misread that as a, well, Paxton's dumb. And then that one of Nolan Arenado's not happy. Look, I'm sure all the teammates are frustrated with Wade Davis. I'm sure they are. But – you know what? Is Wade Davis going to come in there the next time Nolan boots one in the eighth? How did how, how did Nolan do in the field during the, the the day game against Pittsburgh? How was that? How was that ground ball to him that should have been a routine double play in the eighth? I mean, that's a that's a boomerang shaped stone that you're throwing at some point. I, I just all right. I'll put you in Jeff Bradish's shoes. You don't make the playoffs this year. Next year you're a 500 team in late July. What do you do? What do I do with who? With Nolan. If Nolan doesn't sign a contract during the uh, offseason, then I'm trading him before the deadline. Yeah. That's why I say it's the most underreported story in this on, town. That's on him. That's on Nolan Arnato. They're going to offer him a big contract. They're going to offer him huge money. He's going to be the highest paid guy on the team. He's going to be among the five highest paid guys in Major League Baseball. If that's not good enough for him, you know what I'd say? Hey, why don't you go down to Albuquerque and ask Matt Holiday how that worked out to go think the grass is greener? How'd that work out? He's bounced around from team to team, and now he's back here trying to rekindle his glory days. How's it worked out for Tulo? Tulo was Tulo was unhappy with what the Rockies Dude, did. It's and Nolan they don't win enough. Arenado. And they don't win enough, and they're not trying enough, and they don't put put, put enough uh, around me. How much success have you had in Toronto, Tulo? He's the How's it gone? best player in franchise history, according to you. To, it would be the worst loss this town has ever no, suffered no. from a free agency standpoint. No, no. The worst loss would be if they didn't do anything with him and he walked as a free agent like the Kembe Mutombo did two decades ago, and you got nada for him. That would be the worst loss. But if Nolan Arnato tells you during the offseason, you know what, I'm not sticking around, if you offer him a contract that makes him one of the three or four or five highest-paid guys in baseball and he doesn't sign it, then you trade him. That's what you do. And you get a haul and you say, you're going to take the, the the arrows for it, but you say, we did our best. We did just what we did with Matt Holiday, and they got cargo. All right, that was a pretty good trade. I, you, you can't just continue to to just – Bow down to this guy and operate in fear of, oh, what's Nolan think? I'm tired of what does Nolan think. I'm over it. What does <laughs> Nolan think? Who gives a crap? Do you really want to be the GM that traded Nolan Arenado? Future you, Hall of Famer I Nolan I tell you what Arnado? I don't want to be is I don't want to be the GM that watches him walk out the door because I was holding on to false hope that he was going to stay here. If he doesn't sign a contract this offseason, read the writing on the wall. 
He's not. He's not staying. There's nothing you're okay. going to do in the in, in the first two three months of next season that's going to make him go. Oh, now it's different. What? What my, are you going to do? My point is, I don't envy being Jeff Bradich, getting put in that potential position, right? Like we can criticize Jeff Bradich all we want, but if Jeff Bradich is the guy who has to move Nolan Arenado, that's not a fun gig to have. It's just not. Well, moving Troy Tulowitzki turned out to be a good move. What they get back? Trevor Story is a hell of a lot better player right now than Troy Tulowitzki. Right, but they didn't turn an asset from the Tulo trade into a frontline bullpen guy. Fine, but what what are they paying Trevor Story versus what what they would have been paying Tulo? You but, that, but, you but think Tulo wasn't twenty million dollars a year right now. Wasn't billed to us as a salary dump, Manchester. It was billed to us as they got top prospects in return. Yeah, no, I get it. But I'm glad they're not paying too low $20 million right now. And they're saddled with that deal. And they have no ability to go give Nolan Arenado big money because they still have to pay too low till 2021. That would be a bad situation. Yeah. All right. More talk about this Nolan, uh, I don't know, quandary if the Rockies don't make the playoffs. I just don't like how the media makes him out to be this big prima donna. He's never said any of these things. He hasn't. He hasn't. He told Nick Roke from The Athletic, well, we really didn't do much. They didn't. He told Vic Lombardi, no, it's not about me, it's about the team. Okay. Vic, Vic threw and him so questions. interpretation Vic in all of that. Vic threw him questions where he could have said, you know what, Vic, I want to be a Rocky for a long time. Oh my God. So the interpretation from all of that is, I'm not happy with what they, with their lack of moves. I'm ticked. That's the interpretation? Th- that was Vic's interpretation. Okay. And he also interpreted Bill Musgrave saying that they only had eight plays at Memphis, which meant, Hey, it's a big learning curve and it's going to take some time as Paxton Lynch is stupid. Sometimes people misinterpret things. We got a reset here. Coming up next, our Power Five question of the day. It's tied to Nolan. Keep it locked in. Vic Lombardi Show. James Marlott, Will Peterson, Altitude 950. Altitude 950. Denver's all sports station. This is the home of the Colorado Rapids. Coming up tomorrow night, the Rapids are at Dick's Sporting Goods Park to take on the San Jose Earthquakes. Kickoff is at 7 o'clock with Connor Kate on the call. Training Camp 2018, Altitude 950, is on the case. This training camp update brought to you by Honda Power Sports. No practice today for the Broncos as they rest up before their first preseason game tomorrow night at Broncos Stadium at Mile High. There are several position battles to watch, including at running back. Here's Vance Joseph on how he plans on trying to get a good look at everybody. Well, everyone plays. Everyone plays. You know, obviously right now, Book's the lead guy. You know, along with Royce. So those guys probably will split the time with the uh, first two series. And after that, you know, everyone plays. This Broncos 2018 training camp update is powered by Honda. Get your brand new Honda EU 2200 portable generator at your local Honda power equipment dealer. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Colorado Rapids, the Denver Nuggets, and the Colorado Avalanche. Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Yeah, man, I, I can see it on the film already. We're playing a lot faster. Everyone's uh, got more uh, more of like a chip on the shoulder, I would say, you know, trying to get out there and get better and, and not uh, do the same... Uh, you know, BS we went through last year, you know, right, so we're right. trying to play faster, play smarter, and uh, and compete, man. The comp- and the comp- competition is really good this year, too, as well, you know, at, at all positions. So everyone's trying to be their best at, at uh, every play, and uh, it's, it's going really well. That's Domitop Pecco with H&B yesterday, Hastings in Browman down at Dove Valley. Uh, maybe the best interview on the Broncos. Fun guy, super nice dude. 
Really good at football. Welcome back, Vic Lombardi Show, Altitude 950. James Merrillat, Will Peterson with you until 10. Paul Klee from the Gazette will join us at 930. Uh, before we get to our Power 5 Manchester, interesting text from 2431. Why aren't you guys killing Blackman and LeMayhew? HW loves DJ and he is horrible this year. You're killing Oberg and O instead of your core guys that have the worst wars at their position in the league. Okay. Uh, well, we did, I did mention that I enjoyed Mark Kisley going after Charlie Blackman today mm-hmm. in, in online because it didn't make it into the paper. They printed it at four o'clock in the afternoon, apparently. Um, because he should be criticized. He's, you know, he's hitting 278. He was 0 for 4 last night. Um, he just, you know, he's, he's a guy who signed a big contract and he's taking a step backwards this year. He's not, he hasn't been as good this season. So if you sign a big deal, get big money and you take a step backwards, you should be criticized. You definitely should. DJ LeMahieu is hitting 269. They're going to get nothing for DJ LeMahieu. Not a thing. You know what would have been the smart, prudent thing to do? Trade DJ. Trade DJ LeMahieu, bring Brandon Rogers up and let's see what help. We'll see what happens. That would have been the smart thing to do. And instead, Jeff Breidich is going to be the guy that wa- watches him walk out the door for nothing. One one three one beat at the Rockies game last night. I realized how too nice our fans are. Everyone should have been booing. Seriously, there are so many fair weather fans. I, I did hear some boos. I- I'm not saying yeah, but this texture should. was boots on the ground saying I was upset that people didn't understand we needed to boo louder. There was some booze. And the, he, he, this texture is saying the whole stadium should have been plugged into we need to be booing. Because yeah. if you're in Philly or New York or Boston, the whole stadium is realizing we need to be booing. That's our role. Well, let's play this comparison because I think it's similar. What do you think the reaction would be if for the third week out of four, Brandon McManus came out with a down by one with a chance to win the game with a 44-yard field goal and he hooked it left? He'd be in witness protection. He'd get booed off the field. I was here when Rich Carlos hit the uprights two weeks in a row to lose games against the Chargers and the Chiefs. And other than Drew Litton's really funny cartoon in the Rocky Mountain News that made the goalpost look like a fork because he hit, I was like, how do you hit the uprights this many times? Right. That guy was getting booed off the field. Well, remember it happened to McManus a few years ago before he was Brandon McManus. Remember he had the kick against Miami and we got the gif of Manny Ramirez slamming his helmet and Demarius Thomas just absolutely disgusted because like we got Peyton freaking Manny and our kicker is costing us points. Yeah, we got rid of Matt Prater and this is what we're going with. So, uh, you know, that that would be the reaction if that happened and I think it's the appropriate one. What would be the reaction if for a third straight game Paul Millsap missed two free throws at the end of games and they lose by one. He'd be booed. Yeah. So I, I think Wade Davis deserves to get booed. At this point, it wasn't one bad outing. It's been a pattern for a couple of months and especially in the last 10 yeah. days. I think if the Avs lost three in a row in overtime with Varley letting a soft one go between his legs, he'd be booed Yeah. come the third one. That's the proper response. I mean, Wade Davis is making a ton of money to come out and get those out. You're not expecting him to be perfect. He's one in six. He's blown a lot of saves this year. If he if he has the kind of save percentage that Houston Street had in 2009, the Rockies are in first place in the National League West. Oh, no doubt. All right, let's do it. Power 5 question of the day. What can we not get enough of today? So hot right now. Let's dive into the Power 5. Brought to you by Johnson Auto Plaza, where first-time buyers become lifetime customers every day. And the Panthers have a third and ten. Here comes pressure, and they've gotten to him. The ball's out in the end zone, and it's recovered by Malik Jackson for the touchdown. It was Vaughn Miller 
with the strip sack. Ah, this will yeah. be a fun one. Vaughn, that was nice to hear to get get you in a little bit of a better yeah. mood. Von Miller strip sacking Cam Newton to get the Broncos the first score of the game. If you were in Vegas and had Malik Jackson first touchdown, 100 to one, you were a happy, happy camper. We want to know on the altitude 950 text line 30933, who is the most important athlete in Denver sports right now? Hit us up 30933, most important athlete in Denver sports. Flood that text line. Marty O and I will keep track. We'll get some votes here, and we will decide by 10 a.m. who the most important athlete is in Denver. Here's the other reason why the Rockies needed to push all their chips into the middle of the table. How how many seasons do you have as an organization where, for the most part, your key guys stay healthy? Charlie Blackman hasn't missed any significant time. Nolan hasn't missed any significant time. Trevor Story hasn't missed any significant time. Cargo hasn't. DJ LeMay, who's the only guy who's really been injured much this season, that has missed significant time. Uh So they've had a year where, you know what, the National League West, nobody's running away with it. We're getting better than expected pitching from our young staff, which is an under, it's an underpaid staff. They're, they're young guys, so they're on those contracts. And you've stayed healthy. You had a golden opportunity. And you're going to, again, they're, they're Jim Carrey at the end of Dumb and Dumber. They don't, they didn't realize they needed to get on the Hawaiian Tropic bus. Who's the most important athlete in Denver sports, James? 30933, hit us up with your answer. Uh, Nathan McKinnon. Is there, an, is there another athlete in town who is an MVP candidate? Nolan. Okay, so he'd be on the list. Is Nathan McKinnon more important to the Avs than Nolan Arenado is to the Rockies? I don't know. That's a good question. I, if, if Nolan Arenado leaves, it depends on what you get in, in place of him. Mm-hmm. The, what did the Avalanche show without Nathan McKinnon? I mean, again, oh, what I you mean, get, but they, they traded Matt Duchesne and Nathan McKinnon took off. I think it's those two guys and I don't know who else is in the conversation. I mean, the Nuggets have three really nice young players and Paul Millsap is a, is a good veteran that's been to multiple all-star games, but if the Nuggets had to play, I mean, they struggled down the stretch without Gary Harris. They did. Uh, they played a lot of games without Paul Millsap and still got to 46 wins. If, if they were without Jokic, that team would be so significantly different. He's he's on the list. He's in the conversation. Look at the way he played. I think Scott said to us yesterday, look at the way he played in the last 20 games of the year. And we're fixing to find out how important Case Keenum is. That's what we're getting on the text line a lot right now. 30933, most important athlete in Denver sports, Case Keenum. Right now is winning. We don't know that though. I I, I'm saying the Texters are putting case. If he first. comes out and he's great and the Broncos go 11 and 5 and it was clearly just a quarterback problem, then yeah, he's the most important athlete in, in Colorado because that team stinks without him. We saw it last year, but we don't know that he's going to be that guy. Do we, does, does anybody really know that he's going to be someone that's going to be able to make a six game difference for this team? That he's going to flip him from 5 and 11 to 11 and 5? Well, we're fixing to find out. We that just he's got, that kind of quarterback. We just got this one, which is interesting. Kyle Freeland. Because Kyle Freeland is the hometown kid who actually has the potential to be a, a, a true ace for the Rockies, something that you and I have gone back and forth on the definition of that word. <clears throat> and if Kyle Freeland can really develop into that guy, be the best pitcher the Rockies have ever had. Maybe, but geez, there's a whole bunch of ifs in there. If he does this and if he does that, he'll turn into this. Okay, maybe. But come on, he's not in the conversation with Ubaldo Jimenez at this point. 
No, but I think the texture's point is a frontline starter could be developing before our eyes. Could be. Yeah. And that would be huge. In a year from now or two years from now, that might be the answer to this is, hey, the Rockies have a legitimate ace. He's a guy who grew up here and he's not scared off by the altitude and he's able to deal with it and he's great at home and he's great on the road. Yeah, maybe. If they ever found that guy, that probably would be the most important athlete in Denver. Because they, they have had a hard time finding someone who could fill that role consistently. Ubaldo did it for a season better than any pitcher in Rockies history. But it hasn't been something they've had very often. All right, Nathan McKinnon is coming in fast and furious. He has passed Case Keenum. We just got a Jamal Murray. We know the trajectory of Jokic, but Murray could be a superstar. The team's success depends on Murray. Interestingly, have we gotten a lot of Von Miller? Broncos would be, I wouldn't say they'd be the same without Von Miller, but really, would it be a significant downgrade if they were able to get a bunch for him and you just said, hey, we're going to go with these other guys? Might It might be time to start asking that question. Maybe you could hire a driver in this new city. <laughs> okay. All right. Hit us up, 30933, most important athlete in Denver sports. You got the Vic Lombardi Show, Altitude 950. The Nuggets, the Avalanche, and Denver's best sports talk all day long. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Do not spoil my hot take. I love my job. If you want to do what I do, listen up. The Colorado Media School will teach you all aspects of radio and television. Call the Colorado Media School at 303-937-7070. When it's hot, we're hot. It's hot, really hot, but the offers at the MedVet Truck Center are even hotter. MedVet has America's best-selling truck brands, Ford, Chevy, Ram, GMC. Four brands, 40 acres, $40 million worth of inventory, and one salesperson can show you everything. At MedVet, the deals are hot. When it's hot, we're hot. MedVet's got a lot. Everything's on sale, free from hail. You bet, MedVet's hot. Get hail sale discounts without the hail damage. Plus, no payments till fall or 0% APR financing up to 72 months on select vehicles for those who qualify. Ford, Chevy, Ram, GMC. Drive them, compare them, buy them. When it's hot, we're hot. The MedVet Truck Center is hot. Just minutes south of Lincoln on the I-25 corridor to part the 181 ramp Castle Rock. Shop online at medved.com. Hey, car lovers. Jack Farland from Farland Classic Restoration here. Have you heard of ceramic coating? It's the modern way to protect your paint, whether you have a classic or a brand new car. First, our skilled technicians polish the paint to absolute perfection. Then they apply several layers of ceramic coat. You get a crazy, brilliant shine with incredible durability and no swirl marks. Our customers rave about it. Find out more at FarlandCars.com. That's FarlandCars.com. Attention all Class A CDL drivers. The Transportation Department at Safeway is excited to announce a new pay increase, and we want you to join our team. How would you like to start out making $25.56 per hour the first day on the job with a potential $12,500 bonus? Plus, you'll get to go home at the end of every shift. In order to be considered for this position, you'll need documented work experience in the transportation trucking industry. And, of course, you must have a Class A CDL. We're looking for drivers with at least two years of all-season or mountain driving experience with tractor-trailer equipment, and you must be 21 years old to apply. 
This is a great opportunity to work with a stable company and a place you can retire from. We are scheduling interviews and only have a limited number of driver positions open. Apply today by logging on to SafewayDenverDC.com. That's SafewayDenverDC.com. Please complete the online job application and we'll be in touch to schedule next steps. Safeway is a drug-free workplace and an equal opportunity employer. Remember to click or call 811 before you begin any outdoor project that requires digging. Thanks, 811, for helping me plant my new garden. I couldn't have installed the new fence without you. Thanks, 811. The service is free and easy. Within three business days, locators will mark your property for underground utilities so you can dig safely. Visit Colorado811.org for more information. Sponsored by Colorado 811, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station. Enjoy one of the most fan-friendly and state-of-the-art college football venues in America. Colorado State Rams football in Canvas Stadium on the CSU campus. An extraordinary game day experience. Season tickets for seven games are on sale now, including match against Arkansas, Wyoming, and Colorado in the Rocky Mountain Showdown. Three-game mini plans are also available, and you pick the games. For tickets and information, call 800-491-RAMS or visit csurams.com slash tickets. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. A couple accidents on northbound I-25 now. Traffic is brought to you by Ezekiel Pure Z's, both down to the south part of the drive. There's an accident near Toma Road and then a secondary accident now northbound I-25 near Plum Creek, so that's a slow stretch. How'd you sleep last night? Not great? Then try new Ezekiel Pure Z's, a drug-free melatonin gummy with a unique botanical blend that helps you fall asleep naturally with no next-day grogginess. New Ezekiel Pure Z's. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Nah, man, I really like Chubb, man. He, uh, he's a real humble dude, you know, in the locker room, and uh, he's willing to be coached, man. That's what's really cool about this young guy. You know, our coaches tell him, hey, take a step like uh, your step was too long, and this one shorten it up. And he, the next day he's working on it, you know, and uh, just those little things, man. You don't really see in a lot of rookies, but uh, Chubb's going to be different, man, and he's <laughs> Welcome back, Vic Lombardi Show, Altitude 950, James Merrillat, Will Peterson with you until 10. That was Domata Pecco yesterday with H&B, Hastings and Brownman, live down at Dove Valley. Uh, check that full interview out. It was really well done. Scott and Julie did a great job in Pecco. Uh, maybe the best interview on the team. All right, Manchester, you have an idea that you pitched to me during break, and I like it. Uh, yeah, and before we get to, uh, Marty, when we, uh, span the globe here, uh, we gotta turn this frown upside down. We've been grumpy bears for an hour and 20 minutes. We got it out of our system. Uh, it's time to turn the page. And here's what helped me start to turn the page. We came back, and before we went into the Power Five, we played the highlight from Von Miller getting the strip sack of Cam Newton in Super Bowl 50. Malik Jackson's going to touchdown. Broncos going up 10 nothing. Like, alright, that's a good moment. Mm-hmm. So for the rest of the show, we are going to bump back with highlights. Great moments in Colorado sports history, so we're going to put Marty and Jesse and the guys to work back here because this is a total curveball, totally unplanned. So you have to come with something on the text line of what do you want to hear. So I'm going to start. I want to hear the end, the, the game, the game winning run from Matt Holiday in the playing game in 2007. That's what I want to hear. So the fly ball from Jamie Carroll out to right field. Holiday scores. Rockies win the game. 
That's how we're going to kick this thing off. Hit us up, 30933 on the Altitude 950 text sign. We're turning the frown upside down. I mean, I don't Woo! know how many times I have to be the positive guy on this yeah, show, seriously. but you're welcome. I'll do it again. Let's turn it around. What do we want to hear? What cheers us up today, Denver? All right, 30933. We'll bump back the rest of the show with positive highlights. You say that. Uh, I want Mike Haynes, if we can find it, or the national call, uh, Ray Borg hoisting the cup. Okay. Give me All that. Right. That's a good one. Raymond Barkles! You know, I want that. That'll cheer me up. So All those right. are our requests. The textures will do the rest. Uh, by the way, 3624 says, Eric Law, Denver Outlaws, wants something positive to talk about. Try our pro lacrosse teams. Playoff game this weekend. Yeah. Eric was out at Broncos camp the other day. He was. He wants to do this. <laughs> uh... It's it's like, you know, athletes always want to be rock stars. Rock stars always want to be athletes. <laughs> yeah. Just enjoy being a pro athlete, <laughs> yeah. Eric. Enjoy being really good at lacrosse, yeah. dude. Come on. A lot of us would kill for that. All right. Uh, let's span the globe with Marty O. There's a lot going on in the sports world. Anything's possible. Anything's possible. Let's span the globe. I think instead of playing the highlights, we should just have HW impersonate the highlights because that Matt Haynes one was really good. Yeah, Matt Haynes, a uh, real legend <laughs> broadcaster in this town. Put that in the uh, <clears throat> airs at the end of the show. That's what I get for trying to be funny. Yep. All right, guys, uh, Players Weekend will be August 24th and uh, 20 through the 26th. The uh, Rockies play the Cardinals that weekend, so that's where they put the nicknames on the back of their jerseys instead of their actual names because that's real fun. Uh-huh. Uh, so let me read you some nicknames that the Rockies have, and I want to see if you can identify the players, all right? Okay. Uh, I'll start with an easy one. Uh, Barrels. That's Patty. Patty. Patty, Patty Bats, yep. All right, how about El Yolo? El Yolo. Um, I'm going to go with Para. Marquez. Yep. Oh, Para. Okay. Para. Got it. All right, how about this one? Mr. Duck. Mr. Duck. Uh, well, the way he pitches, he probably should duck. I'm going to go Scotty Oberg. <sighs> Interesting. No, uh, but it is a pitcher. Mr. Duck, who's a pitcher. Kyle Freeland. Tyler Anderson. All right. I don't really know that one. I don't get it. Yeah. Me either. Although, if you look at this picture of him on the front page of the Denver Post today, uh, again, the headline is Pitching Duel in Denver yeah. from an 8-5 game that featured five home runs from the Dodgers. Look at it. He kind of does look like a duck. So maybe his teammates call him the duck yeah. or something. Yeah. Okay. okay. I'll, get that. I'll go with that one. All right. Last one is Showtime. Showtime. Cargo. Yeah. Cargo. Cargo. cargo is actually Cargo. Oh. Oh, that's a creative word. It's uh, Yancy Almonte is Showtime. So, <laughs> you know what? I Obviously. appreciate the confidence, Almonte. Very good. Is he Very related well to Danny? <laughs> Very well done. Remember Danny, James? Yeah, wasn't he the one who like, he was a kid who was like 18 yeah. pitching in the Little yeah. League World I think Series? Yancy might be his son. Yeah. That <laughs> he voted and then went and pitched in the Little League World Series? All right, my favorite ones are the guys that don't get into it, like Matt Kemp for the Dodgers is just putting Matt on the back of his jersey. Matt. Oh, apparently Tyler Anderson went to Oregon. Uh, good connection. Duck. Also, he looks like a duck on today's front page of the Denver Post, which talked about the pitching duel in Denver. <laughs> oh, that. hold what on. Was the final score that Jenny, Jenny Kavanaugh just texted me. We've got breaking news on the Vic Lombardi show. She said, or Anderson went to Oregon. Get it? Duck. Did I just James say that? James literally just said like, that. I, I was reading Jenny's text. <laughs> was just did she saying Did that. she say that to you too? No, I got a different one, but like I literally just finished explaining that. Oh, breaking, Wait a minute. Breaking news of breaking something James news. just said two seconds ago. Wow. You, you, you know I don't listen to you guys. <laughs> I know it more and more every single day. Yeah. 
right, uh, the Little League World Series is going on. Does that uh, do anything for either of you guys? You watch that at all? Watch no. Watch 14-year-olds play I, baseball? I don't, and it actually kind of creeps me out that we're showing Little League Baseball on ESPN. It runs for like a full month, too. I mean, I was, I guess I was fine back in the day when Musburger would do Wide World of Sports for the championship game. I was like, all right, that's kind of cool. They got to let it. I, I just, I don't know. If something about it just feels, I don't know, creepier, it's just weird to me. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll watch when they're in Williamsport. Uh, I'm not going to watch the southeastern regional between Georgia and Arkansas that's on ESPN2. Like, it's the, it, Manchester, I think your point is, is the coverage has been overexpanded, right? Yes. It's too much. Like, I think it's fun when it's the U.S. versus Japan in the world championship on a Sunday in Williamsport, right? Yeah. Yeah. That part is fun. Like, but that's kind of cool. Like, we don't need to watch whatever the game was. I think it was Montana and Idaho yesterday, yeah. LeBron. Like, this is... It's oversaturated. Yeah. I think I'm mostly just jealous that I never got to play. Hey, I don't know if you World guys World know World. this, uh, but I, apparently Tyler Anderson went to Oregon. What's their mascot's name? Yeah, and they're the Ducks, so that's why he's uh, Mr. Duck. I think they, we need to hit the breaking news button on that one. <laughs> Matt Haynes. <laughs> okay, all right. All right, so golfer uh, Tommy Fleetwood finished 12th at the Open, and uh, he was going to win 154 grand from that. Apparently, whoever dishes out the winnings sent it to the wrong Tommy Fleetwood, and uh, there's a Tommy Fleetwood in Tampa that got the... He got the $154,000 sent to his Wells Fargo account, took a screenshot, put it online. It was right underneath a uh, $16 transaction to Walmart. <laughs> right above it is $154,000 transferred to him from uh, Carnoustie. How do they put it in the wrong account? Like, you would have to have numbers and, like, same name, numbers, account numbers. golfer dude. Yeah, but, like, if I just went and said, I want to send Will Peterson money, I couldn't just get it into any random Will Peterson's account, could I? Well, you know who the famous, most famous Will Peterson is with the same spelling? It's the guy from the TV show. The, the main actor on CSI. So yeah. if they want to start, you know, wiring me his paychecks. That's cool. That's like, well, but he still gets like, royalties. It sounds like something from Mayberry. Like Barney Fife was there guarding the bank with his one bullet in his gun. Like, it, really? We just put it in there because they had the same name? I don't know how this happens. So if you got 154 grand transferred to your bank account, would you tell anybody? Or no, I'd go cash out and disappear to the Aruba. No, I would tell someone. Good for you, Manchester. No, you wouldn't. Yes, I would. You would go get the cash and be no, like a bird to Aruba. No, I wouldn't. With $154,000, how long is that going to last you? You live in Aruba for a couple years. Okay, and then you come back and you're the guy who stole $154,000 <laughs> and you're in Leavenworth. You don't come back to Colorado. <laughs> but those two years were wild, man. <laughs> yeah, it was so much fun, though. That was a bender in Aruba. All right, so the 76ers are kind of doing this red shirt rookie year thing. Um, their first round draft pick, Zaire Smith, broke his foot recently. So listen to these first round draft picks since 2013. In 13, they drafted Nerlens Noel, tore his ACL, missed his first season. 14 was Joel Embiid, stress fracture in his right foot, missed his first two years. 16, Ben Simmons breaks foot, misses first two year, or misses first year. 17, Markel Fultz with his little shoulder thing, misses 68 games. This year, Zaire Smith missing the full year with a broken foot. That's remarkable. I mean, that is an unbelievable run of bad injury luck. Now, for the most part, guys have been able to come back from these, but that is a, that is pretty astounding. I trust the process. <laughs> hey, it worked out pretty well. They had a good year. <laughs> yeah. uh, Andrew Luck played his uh, first game for the first time in 585 days. You guys catch any of those highlights? A little bit. He took a hit, got back up. That was good. Uh Andrew Luck is in that list of guys that that Broncos defense ruined. He's never really been the same guy since they ruptured his spleen up in Indianapolis in 2015. Yeah, was that Trevathan? I think so. Another guy who's no longer here. Yeah. A guy with a little bit of dog in him. That Broncos defense did ruin a lot of quarterbacks. But think about the guys who were really terrors on that team. 
Trevathan, Malik Jackson, Keeb Talib, TJ Ward, all gone. All gone. All right, and last one here, Manchester, close your ears for this one. The Arizona Cardinals are now serving a seven-pound gridiron burger. It contains five burger patties, five hot dogs, eight chicken tenders, eight slices of bacon, and 20 pieces of cheese. If you finish it in under an hour, you get a jersey and your picture on the video board. What's it cost? 75 bucks. I'd do it. You couldn't eat 10% of that. Probably no not, but it'd be a good story. That is disgusting. That's gross. This is what's wrong with America. Why are we doing this? You don't think Vic would do that for TV? If, Why do we if, have to be this glutton? The Broncos were doing that. Listen to that though. Give me, give me the ingredients one more time. Five burger patties, five hot dogs, five brats, eight chicken tenders, eight slices of bacon, and 20 pieces of cheese. And there are people who can actually eat that. And then they're going to go to Disney World and have to get on their scooter and ride it to the front of the line. <laughs> and they're like, well, why can't I get on Space Mountain? Because you ate five brats, five dogs, five burgers, eight chicken tenders, 20 pieces of cheese. What else did I miss? Is that it? That's it. But they got their picture on the video board. Yeah, the and can, I, can I throw some ketchup on it? Oh, oh yeah. Any no. kind of it you want. Okay. That's disgusting. All, All right, right, Marty. Appreciate it. Talk to you in a little bit. Sounds good. All right. Uh, these texts are rolling in fast and furious. We're turning the frown upside down. Explain one more Excellent. time what we're doing the rest all of the right, show. So I've been grumpy bear all morning because the Rockies just squandered another one in familiar fashion last night. And it's becoming a, a very painful edition of Groundhog Day. We played a Von Miller clip earlier in the show of him strip sacking Cam Newton, turning into a Malik Jackson touchdown in Super Bowl 50. It started to get me in a better mood. So the rest of the show, we're going to play highlights from great Denver sports moments. I want the winning run in the play-in game. You want Ray Bork lifting the cup in 2001. Texas 30933, what do you want to hear? We're going to play these throughout the rest of the show. We are going to put Denver in a better mood today. All right, fellas. Marty, Jesse, you're on the case. Guess what we're coming back with? Tebow to DT. That's a popular one right now. You'll hear the call next. And we'll play three questions to Gloria Manchester. We've got Rapids and Earthquakes tickets Saturday, August 11th at 7. That would be tomorrow night. Dick Sporting Goods Park, uh, always fun to take the family out there. We've got a lot of these tickets, so we'll give a lot away. 303-753-0950, 303-753-0950. Need something to do this weekend? Go to the Rapids game on us. We'll play your highlights. We'll play three three questions to glory next. Vic Lombardi Show, Altitude 950. Time at training camp, and the heat is on. I'm incredibly curious as to see what the running backs are going to do. Now, Vance Joseph again made it clear that Devontae Booker is the number one right now. Royce Freeman would see time with the ones, and then he said everybody else is going to play. The scrutiny is intense. So this is a golden opportunity for a guy like Phil Lindsay to get on out there and show what he could do. And I watched him again today. He got a couple plays with the ones, and when Phil Lindsay is in the open field, man, is he speedy and is he shifty. I love the Watch this guy run with the football. We've got the analysis, the breaking news, and oh yeah, the drama. It's training camp. Stay on the case with Altitude 950. As a Coloradan, we've got a lot of love for our football, hockey, baseball, basketball, lacrosse, and soccer teams. We're loyal fans cheering local teams and buying from local businesses. Hey guys, it's Mark Mosier from my friends at Colorado Family Owned American Financing. If you're going to borrow money for a new home loan, borrow locally. The American Financing team of salary-based mortgage consultants will help you get a pre-approval letter which will help make your home offer more attractive. They can access any loan in the industry while offering the lowest rates, best 
fast service and fastest closings. Plus, you get one-on-one attention while being guided through options, resulting in a custom loan specific to your financial goals. And I call that a big win, and you will too. So when you're ready to experience the journey toward home ownership, choose American Financing. They have your best interests in mind, and there are never any upfront fees. Call 303-695-7000, or go online at AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Stop by Wings Over the Rockies Air and Space Museum on Saturday, August 11th for the 5th Annual Hops in the Hangar Beer Festival. Sample beer from dozens of Colorado's best breweries, snack on tasty grub, check out a car show with more than 60 sweet rides, play games, climb into the cockpits, and a whole lot more. All for the price of admission. Festivities run from 5 to 9 p.m. inside a historic former Air Force hangar in Denver's Lowry neighborhood. Find tickets and information online at wingsmuseum.org slash hops. Is your car in need of some work? The last thing you can afford is to have your car break down on you. But you can't afford to get ripped off or be taken advantage of by some shady mechanic. That's why you should take it to Ken's Auto Service. Ken's Auto Service is family owned and operated on the northwest corner of Chambers and Mississippi. They're a AAA approved business that takes their code of ethics to heart. And their work has a three year, 36,000 mile parts and labor nationwide warranty. Find them online today at kensautoserviceinc.com. Ace Radon wants to help you and your family with every breath you take with our indoor air quality services. Indoor air pollution is the number one environmental risk to our health. Indoor air is three to five times more polluted than outdoor air. Hi, I'm Jeff Gord, the owner of Ace Radon. Studies show your indoor air quality is worse today than ever, but it's easy to test and affordable to fix. You need to test for radon. Fix it if you have it and filter the air you breathe. Give your immune system a break and protect it from the radiation from radon and indoor air pollutants that cause allergies, asthma, COPD, and other lung problems. Better air for better health. Race to AceRadon.com. Improve the likelihood of a longer and healthier life. Tell us you heard Jeff on the radio for fantastic discounts and flexible payment plans. Start breathing in clean indoor air. Race to AceRadon.com. The Altitude 950 traffic update. Slowing on northbound I-25 behind a couple accidents. One at Tomer Road, one at Plum Creek. Traffic is brought to you by Zequel Pure Z's. Heavy volume slowing on southbound I-25 working your way between the Washington Street Bridge and Hamden. There's an accident. Santa Fe southbound four-car crash at Highlands Ranch Parkway. How'd you sleep last night? Not great? Then try new Zequel Pure Z's, a drug-free melatonin gummy with a unique botanical blend that helps you fall asleep naturally with no next-day grogginess. New equal pure z's i'm chris mclaughlin with traffic on altitude 950 altitude 950 denver's all sports station text us at 30933 to join the show and here we go first snap of the overtime the broncos have been in three overtime games this year they want them all got him got him at the 40 it's Thomas at the 50, Stiffer and Gunn, 3 to the 30, to the 20, Thomas to the 10, Denver's going on the New England, they win it on the first play of overtime! You slam the table so hard my headphones don't work. <laughs> Sorry, I got a little excited. <laughs> ah, it just brings chills. I was there. What a moment. Jim Nance on the call, Tebow to DT, one of the more iconic uh, it's touchdowns the, it's the in Denver history. the greatest moment in the history of that building. 
Uh, yeah, it is. You're right. I mean, the, they, they the champ picked six against Brady. I know there was controversy at the end, but you picked six Brady. That's pretty cool. Well, he didn't get a touchdown out of it. Well, he did. He got to the one. But it, okay. It, who's the tight end? Watson? Yeah, Ben Watson. Yeah. Tracked him down. Uh, we thought it was a touchdown. Let's put it they down. won an AFC, a couple AFC title games there. With Peyton. Uh, those were good moments, but the Tebow to Demarius was the, the loudest that building's ever been. It was pandemonium. It was incredible. When they stopped the two-point conversion on Brady that to was go to the big. one in Super Bowl 50. That was pretty big. But the Roby it, interception. It, it wasn't as big as that moment. Hit us up, 30933. What other calls do you want to hear? Aren't uh, you James in a better is, mood? A little bit, yeah. A little bit. Um, But right now, call us, 303-753-0950. We got Rapids and Earthquakes tickets tomorrow night. Dick Sporting Goods Park. We'll give a bunch of those away. Let's play. Three questions to glory. Any sport. Jokic for three. Got it. Nothing but net. Any team. He scores. Nathan McKinnon. Any era. And Elway going for the bomb right at the outset. Goes caught by McKeel. Touchdown. But there's no time to Google. Oh, man. Three questions to glory. Got a couple lines open. 303-753-0950. Come on, call Marty O. Let's play. Let's give you Rapids tickets. Uh, I believe we have up to three peer- pairs to give away, James. So. All right, so we can go with a little easier than normal? Yeah. Uh We'll start with Ethan. He's on line one. What's up, Ethan? Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you, man? I'm doing well. It's good right for work. There you go. What sports do you want? Uh English Premier League. Let's stick with the soccer. English Premier League. All right. Okay. Um, <laughs> As we both furiously hit the Google Let's later. see. Name four teams in the uh, Premier League. Oh, easy. Man City, Liverpool, Man U, and Arsenal, of course. Your okay. employers. Sounds good. <laughs> All right. There's a game today at 1 p.m. Who does Manchester United play? Leicester City. There you go. All right, Everton uh, is playing a couple of their final years in their iconic stadium. What is the name of it? Goodison Park. He's going to the Rapids game. There you game. go. Well done, Ethan. One for one. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Well Have done. fun at work today. Have fun tomorrow night, all right? Okay. All right, hey, we rolled through English Premier League, and we're three for three. We're off to a good start. Yeah. See how playing these highlights and cheering up Denver is helping out? So both Will and Ben got scared and hung up. So three zero three seven five three zero nine fifty. We got more prizes. I know we've got more. We can, but like Will and Ben, what happened? What was your question? I was furiously trying to figure out another English Premier League question. <laughs> Who does Manchester United play today? <laughs> he knew it. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty Less good. City. All right, three zero three seven five three zero nine fifty. We'll get back to three questions of glory. If other people want Rapids tickets, let's go through some of these texts, Manchester, and determine what else we need to hear today. That was All the right? quickest game of. Three questions to glory in the history of this show, by the way. I know. Well, Ethan's a winner. All right. Uh, the miracle in Michigan. Oh yeah, we got to play that. That one, yes, that's a must. That's got to be next. That was an unbelievable moment. I remember where I was, running around the house, screaming and yelling, going outside, ringing the big bell, just celebrating. God, that was great. Because you, it, it was, it was one of those moments where you went from sheer depression because the the. Buffs actually outplayed Michigan, and they were going to blow the game. Uh, they had a fumble at the one-yard line. It was either Salam or Cordell. Somebody fumbled at the one-yard line and, and killed that drive. And you're like, gosh, they were right there, almost went in the big house and won. So you went from feeling depressed that they were going to lose to 
Oh my God! He just threw the ball seventy-five I, yards in relax, the air. Relax, dude. I don't need the whole oral history of the miracle in Michigan. I'm just telling you, Yeesh. it was fantastic. Uh, anytime Mosier cheers on a sick avalanche goal, we can play guts all over the place. Guts today. all over the place yeah. is great. Uh, I my favorite Mosier call is the McKinnon goal. I believe it was against Anaheim. The oh no, he didn't do that. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a good year of Mosier yeah. calls. Uh, Arnauto walk off home run for the cycle on Father's Day. That was awesome. Joe Sackick beating up Doug Gilmore. Don't like it. I don't like fights. Wah versus Osgood. Uh, don't, again, don't like that. That one too. Like, hey, let's have the goaltender skate to the middle. It's just that was stupid. The Gary Harris game winner last year. Cause, that was awesome. Cause and Earl had a really good call. <laughs> Cause is great on it, but Earl's reaction is just so perfect. Yeah. He's just a fan sitting in the, sitting there reacting at that yeah. point. That was fantastic. Uh, Gary Thorne's call of the '96 Cup winning goal. Uwe Krupp. Yeah. yeah, that was good. The, the the difference with that one though is it was on the road. It was in it was at Florida. And it was a zero zero game in triple overtime. Yeah. yeah. Um. It, so that one is a little different. Like the what makes that Tebow to Demarius play so great is to just hear the roar in the back. Yeah. Uh, John Elway helicopter from Super Bowl 32. What's funny is I was talking to Scott Hastings about that yesterday. He's kind of the iconic call on that because they say you don't think a 37 year old man wants to win this game yeah. or whatever. I mean, you hear that. All the time on NFL Films, yeah. NFL Network. Uh, Tenge's goal in the Stanley Cup. It was game seven and Alex had two of the three. There, there's some, that's big. To your point, it was in that building. That so big. the crowd was losing Going its nuts. minds. Were you yep. at that game? I was not. I was not at that game. Where'd you watch it? Uh, I was at my house. Yeah, I remember the first one better because I was like up at two o'clock in the morning and right. the only one still awake and watching yeah. it. But yeah, no, I was just at the house watching with buddies. I'm surprised James Merrillat couldn't get tickets to Game Seven. That was kind of your glory days. I don't know that I couldn't get tickets. Well, how old were you in 01? <laughs> 28. I was that, your age. that was peak Merrillat. I was your age. That seems like something you would have been at in your like jean jacket or something. <laughs> Did you own a jean jacket? Uh, no, I did not. Leather was, jacket. No, no, that was leather jacket Maybe time. Leather jacket. And then everybody afterward would go somewhere to have a martini at a bar with a color in it. So it was like purple martini or blue marlin or the you know the green lantern. That's what it was. But I bet you had a good time that night. Let's say you. I, I assume you indulged after a uh, game seven win. Come on, we celebrated. Yeah. Uh. Everyone's talking about Tyler Anderson went to Oregon. We get it. Oh yeah, I don't know if you guys heard that. Yeah. Tyler Anderson went to Oregon. 7100 says call of Rockies going to World Series, Helton. Mm. I don't remember the call. I remember the photo in the, in the newspaper. I couldn't tell you the call. Yeah, I remember it was Eric Burns who had beef with the city of Denver and he rolls it over to Tulo. I, uh, sure. I just don't remember. I don't remember. I couldn't tell you who was on the call. I don't know. I have no idea. Coach Max says play the Ubaldo Jimenez no hitter with Drew Goodman on the call. That was a great moment. I remember where I was. Uh, a lot of Sackick fighting Gilmore. How about Bradley Van Pelt spiking the ball off Sneed's head? Yeah. What, what did that get to issue? Where did they go that year? Did they did they make it to the New Mexico Bowl or was it not one of their glory years? Two five four four wants to hear Gus Johnson going Lindsay, Lindsay, <laughs> that, was a, that was a great. Oh, one. we should play the the uh, batted up Gus Johnson in Cincinnati. Yeah, Stokely. Brandon Stokely play was awesome. Uh, see, how much has this cheered everybody up? All right, keep them coming. 309-33. What Already. do you want to hear? Bump. All right, so Manchester, what are we bumping back with next? Uh, miracle at Michigan. It's, miracle it, it, it's at Michigan. arguably the greatest moment in the history of Colorado sports. All right. 
No, okay. You you call me hyperbole, Will. Uh, it's iconic. It's something that people all around the country and, and, know about. Dude, that's the CU fan in you coming out. No, it's not. Yeah, it it's is. Not. I just watched a, a documentary, like a Q&A, and it was Dan Patrick and Rich Eisen. They referenced that because Rich Eisen's first day at ESPN was that game. Dude, it doesn't even make the top ten moments in Colorado sports history. You just, you could not be more wrong. Uh, you could not be more wrong. It that doesn't, doesn't make the top ten. Well, I've got five Super Bowl titles, or excuse me, five no, championships. We're, we're talking one moment. So Mobley knocking down the ball. Yeah, that's it. Okay, Rod that, Smith that in it. Super Bowl thirty-three. Okay. Uh, Von Miller in Super Bowl fifty. Okay. This uh, is in the top ten. Ray list. Borg hoisting the cup. Uwe okay. Krupp's goal. In, now we got there. five. There's your five championships. T-Vote to DT. There's six. The play-in game. There's seven. Okay. You want me to keep going? Well, you said ten, so. Mellow's game winner in Dallas where Kenyon Martin F-bombs Mark close. Cuban okay. and they go to the Western Conference okay. Finals. Okay, so find me the story that Rich Eisen tells 20 years later of where he was when Mellow hit the shot in Dallas, and we'll have that one. So, again, you couldn't get to ten. Manchester wins. <laughs> Gosh, you are a treat. <laughs> Just a treat every day. <laughs> All right, we'll bump back with the miracle in Michigan. Don't forget Paul Klee coming up at 9.30. Gave away Rapids tickets. We got another pair that we'll give away on the text line as well. Fun game tomorrow night. Rapids and earthquakes. Vic Lombardi Show, Altitude 950. Lindsay. 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 Time at training camp, and the heat is on. I'm incredibly curious as to see what the running backs are going to do. Now, Vance Joseph again made it clear that Devontae Booker's the number one right now. Royce Freeman would see time with the ones, and then he said everybody else is going to play. The scrutiny is intense. So this is a golden opportunity for a guy like Phil Lindsay to get on out there and show what he could do. And I watched him again today. He got a couple plays with the yeah. ones, and when Phil Lindsay is in the open field, man, is he speedy and is he shifty. I love to watch this guy run with the football. We've got the analysis, the breaking news, and oh yeah, the drama. It's training camp. Stay on the case with Altitude 950. Go! When it's hot, we're hot. It's hot, really hot, but the offers at the MedVet Truck Center are even hotter. MedVet has America's best-selling truck brands. Ford, Chevy, Ram, GMC. Four brands, 40 acres, $40 million worth of inventory. And one salesperson can show you everything. At MedVet, the deals are hot. When it's hot, we're hot. MedVet's got a lot. Everything's on sale. Get hail sale discounts without the hail damage. Plus, no payments till fall or 0% APR financing up to 72 months on select vehicles for those who qualify. Ford, Chevy, Ram, GMC. Drive them. Compare them. Buy them. When it's hot, we're hot. The MedVed Truck Center is hot. Just minutes south of Lincoln on the I-25 corridor to part the 181 ramp Castle Rock. Shop online at medved.com. Injured and confused? Confused about your injuries? Confused about the insurance company? Confused about which attorney to hire? So let's talk about attorneys. Let's get real clear on attorneys. I'm Gary Bell of the law firm of Bell & Pollock. You get to choose your attorney. So how do you choose? Experience? Yes. Handles only injury cases? Yes. Someone the insurance company knows? Yes. And respects? Of course. Attorneys who have been very successful representing their clients? Yes. Attorneys who don't deal in a hodgepodge of everything? Only injury cases? Mandatory. 
territory. Attorneys who know all the tricks of the insurance company? Absolutely. Welcome to the law firm of Bell & Pollock. We do injury cases. We're known as the champions of the people. For a reason, we champion people's causes and legal cases. Our website is championsofthepeople.com for a reason. The reason is you. Come to championsofthepeople.com and see what that choice can do for you. Life has choices. Make your choice count. Championsofthepeople.com. There really isn't any other choice. Get to Buffalo Thunder Resort and Casino in Santa Fe on August 25th to see one of the greatest bands of all time, War. September 21st, laugh out loud with comedy legend Arsenio Hall. And all this month, Buffalo Thunder has your chance to win one of four Nissan Kicks and your share of over $500,000. Book your Santa Fe getaway now at buffalothunderresort.com and come be our guest at Buffalo Thunder. The Altitude 950 traffic update. Still slowing behind an accident westbound C-470 approaching I-70. It's backed up traffic to Quincy. Traffic is brought to you by Ezekiel Pure Z's. Southbound 225 slowing Parker Road down to the spillway. An accident northbound I-25 clearing near Toma Road. And now a crash coming in southbound I-25 past the Downing Bridge. How'd you sleep last night? Not great? Then try new Ezekiel Pure Z's, a drug-free melatonin gummy with a unique botanical blend that helps you fall asleep naturally with no next-day grogginess. New Zequel Pure Z's. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. The defense, I'd have a few more guys over there. Three wide ops at the top of the picture. Stewart with time. Let's it go. He's got three people down there. The ball's up in the air. Yeah, that was the great Keith Jackson on the call. Find me your CSU highlight with Keith Jackson on the call. Three zero nine. Go to Albuquerque for a lot of games. Three zero nine three three is the altitude nine fifty text line. What do you want us bumping back with? So far, we've bumped back with Tebow to DT and the miracle at Michigan. This was Manchester James Marillat's idea because we're all in bad moods. Today. Because nobody turns a frown upside down quite like me. Oh yeah. Because when I think, you know what, I just need to, my life is just in shambles. <laughs> I'm going to pick up the phone and call James for life advice. You're for generally a, my first phone for a, call. For a little pick-me-up. Yeah, I mean, when there was a tornado, I had to call my mother. <laughs> I probably should have called you. said, hey, Marilyn, I don't have a basement and there's a tornado. Where should I hide? I had the right answer. Yeah. In the bathtub. Yeah. I told you that's what you're supposed to do. Or in the door jam of a like an internal room. That's the funny thing is like I because people always ask, you know, oh, what do you what do you like? Do you like James and Vic in real life? And I'm like, I like hanging out with them for 15 hours a week. <laughs> Pretty chill. Uh, uh, hit us up three zero nine three three. What call do you want to hear? Uh, we'll play one at the top of the hour after our reset. We'll come back with something. You know what, James? Guess what we're going to do in 10 minutes. What? It's kind of like a uh, chef's choice or whatever they call it. Marty and Jesse's choice. Surprises. Oh, okay. That'll be fun. At 9 o'clock. Kind of like uh, special. Before, yeah. Before we get to Marty for Sugar James, we do need to reset the Colorado Rockies briefly. How do they fix this? I mean, you just saw the Deadspin highlight or Deadspin headline. I mean, this has now made uh, national news. The Rockies bullpen needs to get its bleep together. 
And now, granted, Deadspin is known for headlines that are a little out there, a little, you know, clickbaity. They they want you, but but the reality is, is they're not wrong. The Rockies bullpen does need it to get it together, and they need to get it together quickly, or they're not going to make the playoffs. Well, I think we're forgetting Chris Russin is coming back, so I think all is going to be just fine. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I don't know the answer to that question. I mean, yesterday, Oberg was terrible. O was terrible. Wade Davis was terrible. Adovino the other day when they tried him as the closer, and I get it. He didn't get much help from his catcher. Murphy didn't have a good ninth inning, but that was an unmitigated disaster that blew a 4-1 lead in the ninth. Uh, I mean, and that was one of their wins in the last 10 or 11 games. Uh, if that one goes awry, uh, this disaster is even worse. Well, here's the the thing I retweeted 11 hours ago. It's from Craig Goldstein. Uh, he's verified on Twitter, 10,000 followers. The Wade Davis last 26 appearances, 7-5-0 ERA. Brian Shaw last 24 appearances, 8-8-6 ERA. Jake McGee last 18 appearances, 10.29 ERA. Uh, they're hitting 317 off McGee. They're hitting 367 off Shaw. And Davis is blowing four of his 18 save attempts. Yeah, I mean, and that's a solid, what, two months worth of work? And that is the hundred million dollar bullpen that Jeff Bradich assembled. That is ERAs the, of seven, eight, and ten. That is a large sample size, and that isn't well, they're borderline. That is just pure gas can category right there. That isn't like ah, they've been a little shaky. That is, they've been just god awful. But if you're Dick Monfort today, how upset are you? Well, yeah, you spent a lot of money on. I uh, think about the last two off seasons on Ian Desmond and on that bullpen. All right, are you getting your are you getting a good return on that? And you know, some people may tell Dick Monfort, "Well, this is what happens when one of your GM resigns and you just promote the internal guy." I think Jeff Breidich has done for the most part a good job. I do too, but remember the criticism at the time was that Monfort wasn't willing to look outside the organization. Well, they for didn't help. interview anybody. They right. didn't interview a single person for the job. Your general manager position becomes open for the first time in nearly two decades, and you don't interview a single other person. And you wanted to keep continuity of what? The continuity of never winning a division title? Yeah, you're not the Yankees. I mean, it, that's the part of it that just didn't make much sense. And look, if you interview 12 guys and gals, and Jeff Breidis is the best candidate, great, promote yeah, him. Give him the job. I got no problem with that. But if you don't interview anyone, and you just promote him that morning... I mean, it literally happened in the course of a morning show. Well, we all read the press release that Dan was gone, and, you know, O'Dowd had his ups and downs in this town, and we were all kind of excited to follow the search, right, and, and see if a guy like Tony LaRusso, for example, he was a hot name at the time, and the second line of the press release was, and Jeff Bradish is our new GM. Yeah, it was, a, it was a bizarre situation. You know, in terms of how you fix it, this, and we talked about it earlier, the two-low trade, and you made a good point. Um in that they didn't get anything back in that deal. They really didn't. This bullpen would be in a different place if a couple of those arms turned into guys that they could put down there who could come in and get three outs. I mean, they, they, cause that trade was all about getting guys that could throw heat, right? It was, let's stop worrying about, you know, uh, guys who uh, want to nibble and guys who try to get ground ball outs or fly ball outs, just get, you know what? Strikeouts. 99 is 99 whether you're in St. Louis or you're in Denver. Right. Right. It doesn't freaking matter what the altitude is. Um, and the, the, the pitchers that they got in that deal, it was Castro and it was Hoffman. Mm-hmm. You come in that deal? They just yeah. have done nothing. They've done nothing. All right, 30933, what else do you want to hear? Also our Power 5 question of the day. We'll get back to that. The most important athlete currently in Denver sports. Let's bring in Marty Oak. Shut up. 
time for your morning sugar fix. Instant sugar high, sugar high, sugar hit high, sugar high. Brought to you by Lamar's Donuts. Going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Woo-hoo-hoo, sugar slam. Shake that. So Luis chimes in and says, Will, you are smoking crack if you don't think the Miracle of Michigan is one of the top plays in Colorado history. It uh, It is. It's not even debatable. I don't even know why we're arguing with him about it. I'm not smoking crack for the record, but I appreciate the text. What's up, Marty? Hey, guys. Hey, do you know uh, Tyler Anderson went to Oregon? <laughs> Just got a text. Figured I'd pass it along. <sighs> I can't wait to hear that again in an hour. That's going to be so funny. You think that'll make fact checker? I think that'll make fact checker. Unfortunately, the Matt Haynes thing, the audio is a little bad, so we're not going to play that one. <laughs> What's up, Marty? Right, so what we, happened on this day? All right, so we were talking about uh, great calls. Gus Johnson actually turns 51 today. I put a few highlights oh, of his together. Great. You want to hear 41 seconds of that? Of yes. course. All right, let's go. Shannon from the corner, and it's over. Gonzaga, the flipper still fit. Batista with the catch. Wilson looking. Fires across the Crawford's got a hurry! Oh! Oh, no! Lindsey! 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 Touchdown, Colorado! Throw it at the basket. God, that's great. A lot of screaming and yelling right there. How do you not love Well, and way, way to work in his two signature Colorado moments, the Lindsay oh. and the uh, the Stokely in Cincinnati. Uh, I love Lin- the Lindsay one's great. Yeah. Yeah, he says three words, and it's the same word three times, and it's a fantastic call. And you can hear the people, the crowd in the background going nuts. Man, does that get you ready for college football or what? The slipper still fits with Gonzaga, too. It's great. That's a great call. You know, that's a Cinderella team, Cinderella run. He's good. Where is, where is Gus these Has days? Has he ever elbowed his way into old, did he ever elbow his way into old Hughes Stadium and make a call with 14,000 people in the building? <sighs> did he ever do that? Okay. Sorry, Marty. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, Tracy Porter turning 31 today. His, uh, moment of glory was picking off Peyton Manning in the Super Bowl for a pick six. Peyton threw another pick six in a Super Bowl. Do you know who did, who, uh, who picked him off? Malcolm uh, Smith. Yes. That is correct. The MVP of Super Bowl 48. To take a 15 nothing game, make it 22 nothing right before halftime. Broncos were driving. They would have had like a first down at the 12, got a penalty, went back, had a third and long, and instead of being conservative and just kicking the field goal, they tried to throw the ball. His arm got hits. Got hit, turned into 22 nothing. They score there, even a field goal, they have a shot. Yeah, but to be fair to Foxy, we don't know what Prater's BAC was. You know, he maybe didn't want to do it. <laughs> you guys point. do remember that one. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we were both there, Marty. Where'd you watch uh, that game? Yeah. At a in a Cubs jersey somewhere? Oh, I didn't watch the Super Bowl that year. Huh? <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, 1948 Candid Camera debuts on TV. You guys a fan of that show? Uh, yeah, that was a good hidden camera show. It was yeah. a classic. It was the original. Yeah, it was fun. I'm always afraid, like, if there's a dollar on the ground, there might be a camera, like, watching me. Like, is this guy going to pick up the dollar? Is this idiot going to go for it? Do you ever have those moments in life where you're like, this has got to be, i got to be on candid camera. This has got to be some sort of a ruse. Every day from 7 to 10. Yeah. All All right. right. Uh, This day in 1981, Pete Rose needed only one hit to break the NL record for uh, all-time hits. He hits a ground ball that went off the second baseman's glove. It's a tough play. Could have been ruled a hit, but was ruled an error. The guy that was manning the fireworks did not know that and just started going crazy with the fireworks. And <laughs> it was an error. He did not get the hit. So a lot of confusion in the stadium. That's really funny. Well played by the uh, fireworks guy. Yeah. The pyro guy. Pyro guy. 
I, and this day in 1984, the Braves and Padres get into a bit of a bloodbath. There are three ball, brawls, 13 ejections. Fans started spilling on the field. Five fans got arrested. A uh, bit of a uh, bit of a bloodbath for them. What was the beef about? Like a lot what of started bean, it? A lot of bean balls. Like four players got hit, and then uh, one pitcher threw the ball. I don't, I don't even know who's on the uh, 84 Padres. But as soon as the uh, batter got hit, the pitcher looked at him like, "Yep." I did that on purpose. I believe uh-huh. the 1984 Padres went to the World Series. That was a good Padres team. I think they lost to the Tigers that year in the World Series. Well, there were some, some suspensions that day. And uh, this day in 1995, it was free baseball day at Dodger Stadium. The Dodgers had to forfeit the game in the eighth inning while leading 2-1. to one. The umpire made a bad call, and fans started chucking baseballs on the field, <laughs> and they did not stop. So That's the umpire awesome. just waved it off and said, game over. It tells you a lot about me that I love both of those last two stories. The 1984 <laughs> brawl and the fans throwing baseballs. If you're dumb enough to give out baseballs as a as an entry promotion, not an exit promotion, you deserve to have to forfeit. Yeah, you don't see a lot of free baseball days anymore, probably no. because of that. Real quick, Marty, i got to read this text from Will. He's in a bad mood. He keeps blowing us up. I'd rather listen to Cecil Lammy rank his ten best friends on the Broncos than listen to Gus Johnson call a football <laughs> game. <laughs> So much for getting Denver in a good mood. Uh, yeah, oh, seriously. Man. Sorry, come on, Will. Will. Come around. Will's got a 970 area code. He's not real thrilled with your CSU uh, jabs, Manchester. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> I last one here this day in 2012. Dwight Howard is traded from the Magic to the Lakers. The Nuggets were involved in that trade. Do you guys remember that? Yes, they got uh, Iguodala. That's right. They traded Aaron Aflalo, L. Harrington, and a 2014 first-round pick for Andre Iguodala. Yeah. A rental of Andre Iguodala. What's funny is Al Harrington had some moments in a Nuggets uniform. People forget that lockout shortened season when they took the Lakers to seven. Ty Lawson and Al Harrington had a lead in L.A. in Game 7 in Staples Center. Aaron Aflalo had some moments, too. I was sitting courtside when he hit a game winner yeah. at the buzzer to beat the Mavericks. That was uh, the... Uh, go ahead. Who did the first-round pick turn into? Uh, actually, it was traded. That's the year they got Gary Harris. Oh, okay. That worked, worked out. out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, that's it for me, fellas. Thanks, Marty, what buddy. did you leave on the cutting room floor? Uh, this day in 1991, John Daly won the PGA Championship. I did not know that he was actually good at one point. Yeah, He was just a real guy that was on a 22-year bender. He came out of nowhere. Nobody had ever heard of John Daly. Nobody had any idea who he was. And he won the PGA Championship and became an overnight sensation, an instant star. All right. Hit us up, 30933. What do you want to bump back with? We're going uh chef's choice. Up next, right after this reset, we'll see what Marty and Jesse come up with. Get into the Broncos next, Saturday night. What are you looking for? Vic Lombardi Show, Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. This is the home of the Colorado Rapids. Coming up tomorrow night, the Rapids are at Dick's Sporting Goods Park to take on the San Jose Earthquakes. Kickoff is at 7 o'clock with Connor Kate on the call. Training Camp 2018, Altitude 950, is on the case. This training camp update brought to you by Honda Power Sports. No practice today for the Broncos as they rest up before their first preseason game tomorrow night at Broncos Stadium at Mile High. There are several position battles to watch, including at running back. Here's Vance Joseph on how he plans on trying to get a good look at everybody. Well, everyone plays. Everyone plays. You know, obviously right now, Book's the lead guy. You know, along with Royce. So those guys probably will split the time with the uh, first two series. And after that, you know, everyone plays. This Broncos 2018 training camp update is powered by Honda. Get your brand new Honda EU 2200 portable generator at your local Honda power equipment dealer. 
KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Colorado Rapids, the Denver Nuggets, and the Colorado Avalanche, Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. 11th play of this drive that started back at the Bronco 8. Third and six, Elway, shotgun. Almost offside, but the Packers got back on. Elway, scrambling, looking, running. Diving inside the five-yard line for a first down. Is he only 37? How important is this football game? How bad does John Elway want to win this football game? When you see that quarterback go down, not Elway. Ah, the helicopter. Well, the, if you've ever seen the uh, America's game on that Super Bowl win, uh, Elway tells the story that he hated that they, that play. He didn't like it in the game plan. He didn't like it when they ran it in practice. And he talked to Mike Shanahan about it. And it, Mike, he was like, Mike, what happens if they're not in that defense? And Mike Shanahan was like, they're, they're 100% guaranteed they'll be in that defense. They've been in that defense every time in this situation. All season long, they'll be in that defense. Sure enough, he gets the line of scrimmage. They're not in that defense. So the play's not going to work and he knows it. So pre-snap, he's thinking, I got to make a play. Sure enough, he made one of the most iconic plays in the history of the Super Bowl. Hit us up 30933. What do you want to hear? Iconic calls the day after a Rockies disaster. We, uh, we hammered that Manchester. We've moved on. We have turned the page. We've moved on. Um, all right. We want to talk Broncos here. Uh, Saturday night, Broncos field at mile high, I think is what it's called now. <laughs> It's Broncos Stadium at Mile High. Oh, okay. Uh, Broncos Field has a better ring to it. Yeah. I wonder how, I wonder if they like whiteboarded this, put some <laughs> different options up there. Broncos Field, Broncos Stadium, Von Miller Field, Broncos Coliseum. Uh, what are you watching for? What are you looking for? What can we legitimately glean from this game against Minnesota? Um, no, there's some things we can glean. I, I, I really do want to see, um, if this offensive line is sturdier, if they seem better, if they seem like they can protect Case Keenum. Because in reality, it doesn't matter how good Case Keenum is. If he's as good as everybody says he is, if he gets out there in games when he doesn't get to wear a different colored jersey and guys can actually hit him, if the offensive line is as bad as it's been the last couple of years, it's a moot point. It ain't going to matter. Well, let's go through the line. So Bowles is your starter at left tackle. Leary's your starter at left guard. Paradis your starter at center. McGovern's your starter at right guard. Valdir's your starter at right tackle. Yes. Uh, rank those guys in terms of your most confident to your least confident. Uh, I'm, that is tough. I'm probably most confident in Matt Paradis. He's just, he's been a, he's a rock, rock in the middle. Yeah. Um, probably Ronald Leary. If he's healthy, I, that's the million dollar question with Leary. Uh, Gerald Vildier, he's a veteran, been around forever. He's a behemoth of a human being. Struggled in Arizona last year, but then got better as the season went on. He was good with the Raiders before he signed over there. Uh, I would go Connor McGovern, even though we've never really seen him play, because I have zero faith in Garrett Bowles. Well, McGovern, again, he actually did play well in the last month last year. I think we were just all so checked out and so frustrated. And we weren't paying us... attention to the guard. Right. So uh, Garrett Bowles, to me, is a major concern. He plays left tackle, one of the three or four most important positions on the team. And he was a penalty machine last year. Mm-hmm. And it was something that started in the preseason. So we got to we gotta find out, is he going to be a turnstile, a penalty machine, or a guy who can actually play that position? How about Jake Butt? Uh, he's going to get reps with the ones, according to Vance Joseph, and probably get reps with the twos, because Jeff Hireman, if you missed the news, Manchester has been ruled out. So we really will get a look at Jake Butt. Um, he's a guy who, like, when you look at the snap count of who played the most snaps... 
he may be the leader come Sunday morning. Yeah, I mean, he, that's a guy who legitimately could play tight end for two and a half to three quarters on Saturday night. He, he's going to play a bunch, so that's certainly something I'm interested in. Uh, very curious to just see a lot of what this rookie class does. Um, you know, what does Royce Freeman do getting some, some carries with the ones? Is Cortland Sutton, is he able to take what he's done on the practice field out onto the real field against a, a real opponent? Um, Deshaun Hamilton, is he a guy that can contribute this year? Um, Bradley Chubb, what's he do? Live action, first time in a Broncos uniform, number five overall pick. Does he jump off the screen? Is like, man, that's a guy that's better than everybody else out there. Mm-hmm. Um, Josie Jewell, not surprisingly, has been one of the darlings of camp. Um, what does he look like? Because I think middle linebacker is a weakness on this team. Uh, you know, I, I think Todd Davis and Brandon Marshall, certainly not the strength of that defense. No. So can Josie Jewell, um, compete for a starting job or be a guy who's going to contribute? I don't know. Well, I'm curious I, to see. I, uh, Marshall's a little bit to me in that Charlie Blackman category that you were referencing earlier in the show. He got paid and regressed. Yeah. You know, Marshall got his contract and it hasn't been quite as good. Now, Brandon is acknowledged as much, but I'm with you. Middle linebacker is a major question on this team. Now, there are probably a handful of guys who should not even play in this game, right? And we heard a clip earlier in the show, and it was uh, Crickman and Harris talking about it. I wouldn't play Demarius Thomas or Emmanuel Sanders a single down. I don't I don't see the upside. I, I don't know why they need to play. Don't you need to get Case and them a little bit of real action? Or you're saying that we'll do that in game three? I do that in game three, let them play a half, that's it. So those two wouldn't play. Uh, I would not play Vaughn Miller a single down in this game. There's no reason to do it. I and, w- and VJ did acknowledge yesterday that Vaughn is going to play, yeah. which has been a little bit of a controversial decision. I wouldn't play Chris Harris or Bradley Roby. I mean, there's a competition for the number three spot, and everybody thinks, you know, Yadam's a guy who's going to be able to step in as a rookie and the do rook. that. We'll see. But if you lose either one of those guys, Oh, you got to go make a trade. You are super thin yeah, at that position. You're so done. I don't play either one of them, and I don't think I play Derek Wolf. I don't know. I don't see the upside in playing yeah, Derek Wolf. I'm with you. Let's see if De- let's see if Demarcus Walker can play. Let's see what kind of you know what Shelby Harris does up there and Zach Kerr and I would just play other guys up front. All right. So come Sunday morning, Manchester, who pops and who's getting cut? Like, not that they'd get cut Sunday morning, but we all go, oh yeah, we thought that guy might not make the team. He's definitely not making the team. And who, who have you observed at camp that you're saying, this kid's going to go out there and make some plays and he's going to play himself onto the 53 on Saturday night. All right. I have a couple that uh, are a little bit more obscure. I, I think Tim Patrick is a receiver who's going to make some plays against threes. I think he's a guy that in the second half of the game, when most people have checked out and aren't watching and he's out there, that guy can make some plays and he's a, he's a pretty big receiver. So look for number 81. I've been impressed from what I've seen from him so, at camp. So we hear a lot of River Craycraft, but yes. you're saying keep an eye on Tim Patrick. That's the guy who's jumped out at me when I've watched practice. So okay. I, I think that's someone who will shine. Um, defensively, boy, you know, we've just seen so little from guys that are actually competing for jobs. Like we've just seen and heard nothing from Demarcus Walker. None. I think that's a guy. He's been invisible. Second if, round pick. If he's invisible again, I think he falls into that second list of like, is he getting cut right away? No. But I think you start watching of like, are his days, is, are his, are his moments here limited? Um, the clock is starting to tick on, on a guy like that. By the so, way, underrated story that, that you and I need to talk about. Where is Carlos Henderson? I, I feel bad. I feel bad that he's going through some 
personal issues, but where is he? I don't know. And it's kind of, there's a reason people haven't talked about it because it's personal issues and sort of one of those things you don't touch. But it, the Broncos need to make a decision on Carlos Henderson is my point. Like, do it, they? They can't just leave him where he's at? Uh, I don't know the technicalities of the cuts and all that, but it's, it's just another storyline of camp that, you know, I feel bad for the guy. I do, but like it or not, he's a former third round pick. Okay. Here's another one. Not an obscure guy, but I have a feeling it's going to go this way. I think Devontae Booker looks like the best running back on, on Saturday. I have a feeling he goes out and, and, and separates himself from the pack. I think Devontae Booker's going to have a good day. Okay. Just a, just a, just a hunch, just a feeling. I think the best running back on Saturday night is going to be Philip Lindsay. I think he's going to Should show be. out in that second half. Well, I think Philip Lindsay and Tim Patrick are two guys who are going to play against players who are going to be amongst the first round of cuts here in a couple of weeks. And they're going to be guys who it's going to be clear that they shouldn't be on the field with that same group because they're better than those players. Lindsay's played in that stadium before. He's had success there. Second half, I think Phil Lindsay breaks a long one. That's my prediction. Phil Lindsay to the house. And I think, uh, I think Isaiah drops a punt. Well, if Isaiah drops a punt, then he, he's done. I, I'm really curious to done see. Done with this team. Here's what I'm curious to see. I'm curious to see if their special teams is the same mess that it was last year. 22 Janos. It was a mess. And special teams tends to come down to this. It's a sign of how deep your roster is because mm-hmm. it's all backups for the most part. Well, that's why it. Super Bowl 50 was so good because yeah. all those guys were good special teams players. And, and so it was a sign last year that, man, this team is not very deep. And special teams is an indictment of the coaching staff if it's bad because it's showing you're not paying attention to detail. Little stuff. So let's see it is starting tomorrow night if special teams are better because that means they've got more talent on this roster, and it means that Vance Joseph and his coaching staff, and not just the special teams coordinator, Vance Joseph and his coaching staff are paying attention to details. Altitude 950's training camp coverage is brought to you by Brandon Companies, currently seeking qualified candidates for the following positions, CDL, low boy, and mixer drivers, heavy equipment mechanics, plant maintenance technicians. Check them out at Brandon1.com. All right, Manchester, you want to rant and rave about millennials? Sure, I can come up with something. <laughs> we'll do that next, plus another iconic highlight and a, one more chance to win Rapids t- tickets. Keep it locked in. Vic Lombardi Show, Altitude 950. Home of the Rapids, the Nuggets, the Avalanche, and Denver's best sports talk all day long. Altitude 950. There I was, pushing up off of the floor, and I kept hearing a crack, crack, crack in my elbow. Shooting baskets, crack, crack, crack in my elbow. My elbow was in pain, and I needed help. And I turned to my friends at the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. It's your boy, Ryan Harris, champion of Super Bowl 50, here to tell you about my fantastic experience with the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. You can have your outpatient appointments, surgery, lab, x-rays, and even MRIs right there. And I didn't have time to walk around and find three different MRI places, wait six months to get this pain out of my elbow. No, I needed help right away. And Center for Spine and Orthopedics helped me right away. They have internationally renowned spine surgeons, foot, ankle, and wound care, as well as veterans in pain management with nearly 30 years of experience helping patients manage their daily pain. Go with the best and go with the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. Give them a call at 303-287-2800. That's 303-287-2800. Or visit them online at centerforspineandortho.com.
Veterans, it's time to take advantage of the VA benefits you deserve. Hey, it's Mark Mosher for American Financing, and we thank you for your service and want to see you receive the greatest savings when it comes to owning a home on the land you once defended. When using your VA benefits, there is no down payment or mortgage insurance required. Plus, you'll receive some of the lowest rates in the industry. Already in a mortgage? No problem. You can refinance any existing mortgage into a VA loan while receiving access to 100% of your home's value. That's greater than any other loan program can offer. And even though it's called a VA loan, it's available to active duty military and spouses. So you don't have to wait to take advantage of such incredible savings. A salary-based mortgage consultant will listen to your financial goals and will customize a program that fits your needs. Just call American Financing at 303-695-7000. 6957000 or americanfinancing.net the official mortgage company of altitude 950 and MLS 182334 regulated by the division of real estate the road to success is paved with your new career at Brandon Sand and Gravel since 1906 they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies and Brandon is hiring right now they need class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers they need you Brandon offers competitive wages a full benefits package including matching 401k become a part of the Brandon team Apply today at Brannon1.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one, dot com. Get power to spare with a Honda generator, and you'll never be left in the dark again. Honda puts clean, economical, portable power when and where it's needed most, when you least expect it. Honda generators all have easy-starting, dependable Honda engines to keep the power going. Get turned on to a Honda generator from Jack's Outdoor Gear in Lafayette and enjoy for home or play. Visit jacksmercantile.com. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. One of the great upsets in NBA playoff history. The eighth seed, a team that was two games over 500 on the season. The Denver Nuggets, youngest in the NBA, have beaten the team with the best record in the NBA, the Seattle Supersonics. And Dikembe Mutombo, one of the stars. Ah. You know, that team, I mean, they they took... um, the Jazz to seven games the next uh, the next series. Uh, after being down 3-0, they forced a seventh game, which was pretty cool. Uh, they really never were able to to capitalize it and build upon it the following season. It kind of unraveled. But, man, that 94 team has a special place in my heart. The Kembe, uh, Bison Daylight, I think he was still Brian Williams at that point, Reggie Williams, Bryant Stith, Robert Pack, Mahmoud. Ah, that was a fun team. Dan Issel was the head coach. That was a great moment. That was one because it was just so unexpected. Well, and we can all picture Matumbo with the ball over his head. It's one of the more iconic uh, shots in Denver sports history. Well, and you just figured, I mean, it, it was a five-game series. They got routed in the first two games up in Seattle, who was the one seed. They come back. Elway comes out at McNichols Arena before game three. Were you there in your jean jacket? I was there in my jean jacket. Yeah. The loudest place I've ever been in my life. I was shouting at my friend sitting next to me, screaming, and he couldn't hear me. What section were you in? Oh, we were up in the rafters. Okay. You know, we were college kids at the yeah. time. We were we were up in the in the rafters. Couldn't hear a word. They won that game, and you're like, okay, that's cool. They didn't just lay down. They came out. They gave the home fans a, a, a show. Then they go win game four, and you're like, oh, hey, this team's got a little fight in them. But nobody, nobody 
expected them to go up to Key Arena in Seattle and win on the Sonics home floor in Game 5. Nobody. And I was sitting in a test. I was taking a final up at CU, and I had my Walkman. <laughs> so I'm sitting in the class listening to Scott Hastings do the call on another station yeah. uh, on the radio and then getting out of the test, and it was still a game. I couldn't believe it was still a game. Right. So I'm sprinting across campus to get to my buddy's place so I could turn it on. Nobody's there. So I'm sitting in this empty apartment watching that game all by myself. It was fantastic. That's awesome. It was fantastic. See, that's the fundamental difference between you and I, though, right you, there. You had friends who were there? Well, I would have not taken the test and been at a bar. <laughs> And instead, you're like, I gotta get my 4.0, so I'm taking my test and then stone cold sober watching this game. It was a 3-9. <laughs> do you, like, in all seriousness, before we get to millennials, do you regret some of your decisions you made in college? <laughs> yes, but it's different than most people would answer that question. Like, for me, I regret that I took it too damn serious, yeah. right? Like, I stressed out about this stuff. Like, it's real. Yeah. Is it nice that I have, and I don't even know where it is, a second piece of paper that says magna cum laude? Sure. But has it really impacted my life? Nope. No. Not a bit. Not a bit. Well, that's, what, you know, people who want to get in this business always ask me, well, what do I need to do in college? You need to do this. You need to find a microphone. I, I didn't do that. You need to find a camera. You don't need to worry about your D minus in Hindu goddesses because guess what? It happened, and they still gave me the piece of paper. Uh, it was a business law class. It was a, it was a test I had to get and to knock it out. It was part of my major. But yeah, no, I totally regret some of those. Although, you know, I was also the guy who took a week before spring break and a week after spring break and made it a three-week trip. There you go. So, you know, it wasn't like I was too worried about what it. What was the drinking age when you were in college? 21. How good was your fake? I didn't have a fake. I'm a law-abiding citizen, man. You didn't have a fake ID? No. Can you imagine trying to find an ID that has a head this size on it? Yeah, call the shark down in the springs. <laughs> That's my guy. <laughs> the All shark. Right. Hit us up, 30933. What other iconic calls do you want to hear? Uh, you just heard Manchester's story about where he was in 1994. He was by himself in a buddy's <laughs> apartment. Was a, it sounded depressing. It wasn't <laughs> depressing. It was cool. It was fun. I had a great, and nobody was on campus. Like it was like the last final of the year, you know. That's why you didn't need to take it. I had to take it. When was I going to make it up? Tell the professor, give me a B and we'll call it good. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get to uh, my generation, those damn millennials. Why are you so negative? I can sense your hostilities, and right now I am not feeling very safe. Those damn millennials. All right, this is where Vic likes to rant and rave about people born in the 90s and the early 2000s. Uh, he is mad at all of us. So is Manchester, even though he gives us credit for being a good generation. I'm a, I'm a fan of millennials. Uh, I am. I think you guys get a bad rap. There are certain things you do that are varying and very annoying. So I have two. Okay. Uh, first one came up on the text line a little bit ago when someone said, and they probably were just trying to get under my skin, but that the miracle at Michigan isn't among the top 20 plays or whatever. And said, I haven't even heard of it. Yeah. That's my problem with millennials. Like, you gotta know some things that happened before you turned 13 years old, right? Like, I wasn't alive for the Beatles. I wasn't alive for the Miracle Mets. I wasn't alive for Joe Namath's guaranteed victory. But I can tell you a lot about those things. 
I can tell you a lot about World War II. I can tell you a lot about the Civil War. Like, know a little bit of history. Know a little bit about what happened before the year 2000. It drives me crazy. No, but it's actually, you you didn't realize this. The world actually started in 2000. That's the attitude. Yeah, that's what I've learned. That's the attitude. They don't know squat about things that happened before 2000. They just turn up their nose at it. Like, oh, you had cassette tapes. Uh, you know, there's some good things about cassette tapes. Hey, you're going a little get off my lawn here, but I get it. Why? You know, a little grumpy. The other thing about millennials is they don't give anything more than like four seconds. Watch a millennial with a remote control. Watch a millennial with a radio station. Watch. It's like... I don't even know what the song was. I don't even know what the show was. I don't even know what's happening, and we're we're clicking. Like, what are we doing? Like, go into the break room over here and watch somebody try and find something. Like, I don't. I, I didn't even know what who was on. Can we slow it down? A we're bit? just moving a little too fast for you. Yeah. Can we slow it down a bit? Can I can I at least see what pops up on ESPN before we just click it? Uh, my damn millennials. Yesterday I ranted about personal problems. Today I'm gonna rant about personal problems. Okay. Inability to be creative. My generation is so stuck in their, well, this was my plan tonight, so I'm going to do it. Like, what? You're going to a wedding in Boulder. I say to you, hey, we haven't seen each other in years. I'll split the Uber with you to Denver after the rehearsal dinner. We can hang out. No, sorry. Just got a lot of friends in Boulder that I just really want to see. Like, I'll catch you my next trip out here. Well, your interpretation Whereas two weeks ago, you told me you really wanted to catch up. Your interpretation of this is that millennials are inflexible. Maybe this particular millennial was just trying to tell you nicely he didn't want to hang out. Maybe, but it's like don't say you're an old friend and you want to catch up and then just totally call an audible. Yeah, because you don't even need to send the, hey, I want to catch up. That's unnecessary if you right. don't want to catch up. Right. So, yeah. like, and it's the inability to ever say, you know what, I'm going to be a little spontaneous. Right. Like, I'm a pretty spontaneous dude. The rest of my generation, not spontaneous at all. The whole rest of your generation. Not, you don't think Marty O's spontaneous? No. Look at how he rolled with getting on the, getting on the scoreboard. That's the, true. The thumbs, double thumbs up, that yeah. was spontaneous. But like you and I, and we've told this story on the air before, we went to a happy hour one day, and we came this close to booking Vegas. Yes. That night. Your fingers are very close together yes. for those of us this close on radio. So I think your generation, what are you, Gen X or something? Yeah, greatest generation. You guys are fun. Second, second greatest generation. I don't want a bunch, a bunch of texts. There you go. mean it that way. You guys are fun. Like you'll, you're Thank actually you. willing to do stuff on a whim. Thank you. Like yeah. my generation is just like, oh, wow. Courtney's getting married in Boulder, so I couldn't possibly come down to Denver. Here's the thing, and I'm, I'm kind of... I'm a little bit on both sides. Like, it drives me crazy to have no plan. Like, I can't stand just like, let's wing it. Yeah. Like, no, you have to have a plan. But I am the first guy to call an audible if the plan sucks. Like, you just got to go, okay, this isn't working out. We're doing something else. That is something I do think my generation is better at. We're better audiblers. You guys are kind of, you're kind of Paxton. Like, if it doesn't, if it's not just how it was drawn up on the board, what am I going to do? We're kind of Peyton Manning. A little bit better at the line of scrimmage and scrimmage, figuring out right. what's going on. Let's change things up. That I would agree so with. So my long winded rant, you finally agree with yeah, me. Yeah, I on. finally came around on this. All right. Um, hit us up three zero nine three three. What do you want to hear? We've got two bump backs left. Neither of our requests have been played yet. Well, classic example of what you were just talking about. Uh, this show, we spent the first hour and 15 minutes 
crying in our coffee about the Rockies' disastrous start. Which member of this show came in with the audible of let's turn this frown upside down? That was your idea. That was the old guy. That was the non-millennial in the group. And this show has just taken off. And now your stuff is breaking. Even Julie, when I saw her during the last break, told me it was a disaster. The Rockies game was a disaster? Yeah. Man, if they've lost Julie Brownman, it it could be turn out the lights, the party's over. We Two, may have to go back to that song. 2007 says millennials ranting about personal problems is a damn millennials <laughs> thing. It is. I get it. Uh, I get it. It's so true. So true. It's all about you. I You are a generation that the world just does revolve around you. That's why you don't know anything about history, because you weren't there. It couldn't possibly have been important, interesting, or cool. You didn't see it. I know a lot about history. Really? I, as we go to break, quiz me. Um, Denver sports history before I was born. Denver. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to go. I was going to ask you like a Battle of the Bulge question. Uh, Denver sports history before you were born. So give me um, 70s or 80s of your choice. The drive two was a uh, comeback win in a playoff game at home. Broncos went down the field. John Elway converted two fourth down uh, plays on the final drive. They got a field goal at the end to win it. Who did they beat? Cleveland. No. The drive two was against Houston. It was the stagger lead play. What was the fumble? That no, wasn't the, the drive fumble two. Was, no, the fumble was here. That was against. So there's Cleveland. the drive, the fumble, the drive two. Mm-hmm. Okay. In the ballpark. Okay. <laughs> Coming up next, the Gazette's Paul Klee will ask his favorite moment in Denver sports history. Who's the most critical athlete in Denver? And we'll continue that conversation we had with Travis Heath yesterday. Are we too soft on our teams? You got the Vic Lombardi show, Altitude 950. Yeah, you're no longer necessary, HW. Time and training camp, and the heat is on. Why are Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders going to be on the field? They shouldn't be. I don't want them to be. I don't want them to be either. If either of them get hurt, the Broncos' offense is finished. The scrutiny is intense. Here's the headline you don't want coming out from that first preseason game. Uh, Broncos injured. Ex-Bronco injured. Mm -hmm. Uh, Bronco injured. I mean, you can name a player. You don't want any of these guys injured. We've got the analysis, the breaking news, and oh yeah, the drama. It's training camp. Stay on the case with Altitude 950. Handmade arts, handcrafted beer, homegrown entertainment, and family fun. Don't miss Arts and Ales on August 11th at the Arvada Center for the Arts and Humanities. Tickets are on sale now at arvadacenter.org. Thanks, 811, for keeping me safe while I planted a new garden. Remember to click or call 811 before you begin any outdoor project that requires digging. Sponsored by Colorado 811, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station. When it's hot, we're hot. Medved's got a lot. It's hot, really hot. But the offers at the Medved Truck Center are even hotter. Medved has America's best-selling truck brands. Ford, Chevy, Ram, GMC. Four brands, 40 acres, $40 million worth of inventory. And one salesperson can show you everything. At Medved, the deals are hot. When it's hot, we're hot. Medved's got a lot. Everything's on sale. Free from hail. You bet Medved's hot. Get hail sale discounts without the hail damage. Plus, no payments till fall or 0% APR financing up to 72 months on select vehicles for those who qualify. Ford, Chevy, Ram, GMC. Drive them. Compare them. Buy them. When it's hot, we're hot. The Medved Truck Center is hot. 
just minutes south of Lincoln on the I-25 corridor to part the 181 ramp Castle Rock. Shop online at medved.com. If you thought all sports bars were the same, well, then you haven't been to the neighborhood Hilltop Tap House in Parker. The Hilltop is the only bar in Parker with the Pac-12 network on dozens of TVs, so no matter where you sit, you can catch all the action. And on Sundays, the Tap House has all the pro games. Yeah, enjoy a pregame breakfast with their incredible Ultimate Bloody Mary Bar. Ghost peppers and bacon, anyone? The Hilltop in Parker, off of Parker Road in Hilltop. If the lot's full in the front, you can always park in the back. But come park it for football all season long at the Hilltop in Parker. You're on your way to the store, then boom, you're T-boned at 45 miles per hour. Instead of shopping, you're on your way to the ER. Then comes the doctor visits, prescriptions, therapy, diagnostics, ongoing treatment, and the limitations. You have range of motion problems. Then the ultimate insult. The insurance company makes you feel like the crash was your fault. You need a legal game plan. You want a legal game plan. At Bell & Pollock, we've used over 25 years of experience to develop a legal game plan just for you. Our game plan has injury rules, rules of treatment, rules of claims, insurance company rules, litigation rules, rules they use to beat you. Now you can have them and know them and use them to protect you and your family. Our Bell & Pollock legal game plan gives you the rules the insurance company doesn't want you to have or know or use. But guess what? We do. At Bell & Pollock, Success is no accident. Find us at championsofthepeople.com. That's championsofthepeople.com. Get your free initial consult and your free legal game plan. We'll help you. Training Camp 2018, Altitude 950, is on the case. This training camp update brought to you by Honda Power Sports. No practice today for the Broncos as they rest up before their first preseason game tomorrow night at Broncos Stadium at Mile High. There are several position battles to watch, including at running back. Here's Vance Joseph on how he plans on trying to get a good look at everybody. Well, everyone plays. Everyone plays. You know, obviously right now, Book's the lead guy, you know, along with Royce. So those guys probably will split the time with the uh, first two series. And after that, you know, everyone plays. This Broncos 2018 training camp update is powered by Honda. Get your brand new Honda EU 2200 portable generator at your local Honda power equipment dealer. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. Jamie Carroll, the batter. To right field. Giles is there to make the catch. Tagging his holiday. The throw to the plate. He is safe. Ah. Never gets old. The play-in game, game 163, October 1st, 2007. Matt Holiday back in the organization. He's down in Albuquerque. Welcome back, Vic Lombardi Show, Outs 2950. James Merrillat, Will Peterson with you until 10 this morning. Go to the hotline, bring in our next guest. He is the Gazette's Paul Klee. Paul, we'll start with this. It's been a theme of the morning. What is the greatest moment in Denver sports history, in your opinion? Oh, uh, that would be uh, probably the 1998 Class 3A state semifinal at Clune Arena between Denver Christian High School and, Ho- and uh, Buena Vista High School. <laughs> Did you come out victorious in that one, Paul? It uh, it boosted us into the state championship game, and I can't remember what happened there, but I would say it was the semifinal of of that state basketball <sighs> championship. Yeah. So, Paul, the reason we brought it up because it's you know it's a little bit of a, a cliche sports topic, but we've been playing the the clips like the calls from great moments, miracle at Michigan, uh-huh. uh, Elway's Ooh. helicopter play, just because we're trying to cheer ourselves up this morning because last night's Rockies game 
was, it was about as depressing as it gets because it's just, it's like the same old thing <laughs> happening over and over and over again. Except I think last night was worse. I think last night might have been the worst of the bunch because they had the comeback, they took the lead and couldn't hold it. Is there mm. any solution to these bullpen problems? Because it doesn't seem like anybody out there can get three outs without giving up some runs. Yeah, I, I think uh, when you say it's the same thing over and over again, I, I go bigger than that. And I go, how many years have we been at Coors Field? 23 years? Is that right? Yeah, since 95. 23 years. So um, <laughs> my my philosophy is kind of the same as it's been, where after a while you get a sample size this big and you've tried so many different ways, none of which have worked over any period of time. Uh, I think you have to... I wonder if how much the ballpark plays into this. On paper, uh, this is the most complete Rockies team uh, that I've seen. I think it's, I don't know if you say best, because how do you quantify best? Obviously, they're probably not going to the World Series like 07, but this has more pieces uh, in, in certain places, specifically the starting rotation, than I've ever seen here. Um, and it's not working right now. It, it's not over yet, but it's not working. And that was probably, James, my greatest fear with this is, okay, now you got a bullpen you paid $100 million for. you got Freeland. you got some guys that can really zip it at the top, uh, specifically the top of the rotation. If this doesn't work, then what next? And that's kind of what this feels like to me. So I don't know what you change. I don't know how you change it, but this is what the eighth or ninth iteration of how to build a sustained winner at Coors and it hasn't worked yet. Yeah, I mean that is a little bit of a of a and not saying you're being depressing, but that's just a reality uh check <laughs> and it's a little bit of a depressing outlook on it of I, I, I you're, I'm with you. 2 weeks ago I said it's the best team in Rockies history. I think you put it better right there. You can't really say they're best when they haven't been to a World Series, but they are the most mm-hmm. complete. Like on paper they're as good defensively as they were in 07. Their everyday lineup is Probably as good as it was in 07. Their rotation is much better. And on paper, their bullpen is as good as the Manny Corpus, Brian Fuentes combination out there. Right. That part just hasn't worked. If it's, if it's been, um, if their bullpen had just been mediocre, they'd be in first place and probably be way ahead in first place. I guess here's the thing. And I, I have the time hop app on my phone. It always pulls things up from this day. And almost every single day, I go back and see one of my tweets that is similar to what I tweeted two years ago to this day. The bullpen again, hashtag Rockies. Why can they never figure this out? I, I, I mean, they've had Houston Street was successful here. Brian Fuentes was successful here coming out of the bullpen, but that's it. Mm-hmm. Year after year after year, guy after guy after guy, they can't figure this out. Is there any formula for a, a, a closer that would work consistently at Coors Field? It, it looks like Wade Davis on paper. It really yeah. does. It, at least to me, he profiles as what you would want. Uh, from his pitch selection, his demeanor, he's extremely level at all times. He has he makes a terrible emoji. He's the same guy at all times. It, it looks like that should be the guy. So this is not, I guess, letting Jeff Breidich, Dan O'Dowd, anyone who's come before them off the hook. But I was one of the thousands of people who said, this bullpen looks very, very good. And then it doesn't work. Well, the lineup's not working either. I think that's probably something that we're, you know, glossing over a little bit. They're not hitting. We know we know that, and that's weird because the Rockies always hit. The starting rotation is something that we haven't seen before. 
I think maybe we're looking too micro and we need to look macro where maybe it is the ballpark. You know, we make fun of that meme and the, and the Coors idea, the hashtag Coors, but we're 23 years in and it hasn't worked yet. And they've tried many, many different things. I don't think the brightest barrier is necessarily the sticks, but I think you've got to start looking at that, that maybe the outfield is just too big. Maybe you have to compensate for certain things. You'd probably have to find a, a physicist or a, some type of scientist to figure out what it is that needs to change. But this team, to me, this roster and what they have, this looks like a playoff team to me. And right now it's not. So, Paul, I want to dive a little deeper into that point because I think it's a fairly interesting one. Um are you suggesting, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but are you suggesting it's time for the Monfords to look into building a new ballpark, or can they just make adjustments to that one? Oh, hell no. No, I love Coors. I don't want Coors to go anywhere. Coors is perfect. I think you have to change some things about that park. There's so much room to cover out there. I, it's not just when you play there, because people will bring up the splits, and they will they will look at the numbers. There's a There's a mental component here that when you put guys, Brian Shaw, whether it's Wade Davis, guys that haven't pitched there for a length of time, look when it's breaking down. It's breaking down when you've gone through a season. It's the injury issues. It's the mental component to me is the biggest thing. This isn't pushing the blame off of the general manager or the team, but when you have this big of a sample size, you have to at least consider the possibility that maybe it's not how the teams are built. Maybe it's impossible to build a winner here. Well, there's, there's, and I do think it's one of those things where you look at it 23 years at that ballpark, 26 years by the end of the season overall here in, uh, in Colorado. And it's like, all right, that's enough of a sample size to say it's not working. Um, and you have to do something drastic. Two ideas that I've thrown out there and almost universally they get laughed at, but I think they're at least worth looking at. You play at altitude, you need to do things at altitude. So one, you know, you talk to, to scientists and, and they'll say you got to be at, at altitude for three weeks to be acclimated. There's not a single member of that team who in the season or out of the season ever spends three straight weeks in Denver. So I would make guys train and live here in the off season. Obviously they'll go have their vacations in November or whatever, but when it comes time to start getting ready, I think you got to be here. And I think it's silly in 2018 when guys don't spend their off-season drinking beer and eating hot dogs and you're working at a hardware store for them to go down to Shangri-La and Scottsdale and have spring training. They need to get ready at altitude. I think those are two things that you should do because that's the, those are the conditions you're going to play half your games in. And to not ever really prepare in those conditions is ludicrous to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that's a, a really interesting point. I hadn't actually thought about that till you said it. Uh, Kyle Freeland is down in, in Scottsdale in the off season. And I think that's going to continue because whatever Kyle's doing, keep doing it. Do the exact same thing that you've been doing for the last three or four years. He spends his time. That's a guy who's from Denver and he's not here in the off season. He works out at the training facility. He's got buddies down there. It's working really well for him. So that would be the devil's advocate point of view. I don't know exactly what the fix is. If I was, you know, if I had some, theory on what they could do, except that they tried just about everything and it hasn't worked. That's got to be really defeating because this, what, what I saw this team in the spring, I, I thought 86 wins. That's what I thought. And it scared the bejesus out of me when Vegas said 82 because Vegas doesn't miss by very much, very often. And that was much lower than what a lot of us said. You know, some people were in the 90s for wins. I think I was 86. 
and I don't know if they're going to get there. So, uh, guys, I don't know what the fix is, but this has got to be really, really frustrating for those guys, excuse me, specifically the guys who have been here for a while. Because that's Paul Klee is our guest here on the Vic Lombardi Show on Altitude 950. All right, Paul, we'll uh, we'll let you run on this. want to dive into this notion that uh, Denver fans just like having a, a good time. You know, a lot of people just like going to the ballpark and seeing a fun game. And it's been a hot topic on this show the last 24 hours of are we as a city too soft on our sports teams, too hard, or just about right to ask you kind of the – that that sort of question. Where where do we check in on fandom? Um, and are we too crazy to be booing Wade Davis off the mound last night? You know, I love this conversation, and I love that you guys are the singular station that actually goes into the fandom realm. I, it's the best conversation you guys have, and the best conversation we have on Denver Radio. I, I was in Chicago a lot before I came back here, and I went to a lot of Cubs games at Wrigley. Guys, that was just like a, like a, it was like Greek row. It, it was a frat house. Nobody by the sixth inning had any idea who was on the mound. Nobody knew what the score was. Does that make Chicago sports? And I think Chicago is the second best sports city in America after Philadelphia. Does that make Chicago a bad sports city? Because that's exactly what Wrigley was. So I think you have to have some kind of historical context here. Denver's, Denver's fans, the people that are fans of the Broncos and the Avs and Nuggets and the Rockies, it's not their fault that they live in a place that other people want to live. I think sometimes it's pointed at Denver sports fans where, well, go live in a crappy city. Go live in St. Louis. Go live in Milwaukee. Go live in places that people don't want to live, and then you're only going to have your fans at the game if that's what you're looking for, because it's not changing in Denver. Denver's not becoming a bad city in the next five years or 20 years. People are going to keep moving here, and they're going to keep wearing Lakers gear, and it's going to drive us all crazy. But that's a product of where we live, not an indictment of the Denver sports fan. Hmm. Good answer. I like it, and I appreciate the endorsement of the show. You should come on more often. <laughs> right on. <laughs> Take care, Paul. Appreciate your time. Thanks, man. All right, fellas. There goes the Gazette's Paul Klee. Why, why are other people afraid to have the fan conversation? He makes a good, he makes a very good point about what the scene is at Wrigley Field. And Chicago is a great sports town and Chicago is a place where they'll get on, uh, they'll get on their teams. But if you want to look at correlation, causation, all those things, causation, all those things we talked about yesterday. How many World Series have the Cubs won in the past century? One. Yeah. So. When you just go down and nobody cares who's on the mound in the sixth inning and everybody's having a good time and it's a party, what's the motivation if you're going to pack the ballpark and sell a lot of old styles? What's the motivation to at the trade deadline push in all your chips and try and win? Now, well, Theo Epstein, Theo Epstein <laughs> has changed that. Theo Epstein changed the culture of that organization. But do you think it's a coincidence that that team? has been the lovable losers for the vast majority of the past no, century. But I think what they did was really bold and smart. They brought in the genius who broke the Red Sox curse and he broke their curse. I mean, Theo Epstein will forever go down as the curse breaker. He broke two curses. Yeah, pretty incredible. Yeah. But, it, but it, it's, there's a reason why the Cubs have not been a perennial contender. There's a reason. They haven't had to be. All right. 
Good stuff from Paul. Appreciate his thoughts on the Rockies. We'll come back with a one final iconic highlight in Denver sports history. Get everyone in a better mood the day after a tough loss. James Merrill at Will Peterson. Vic Lombardi Show, Altitude 950. Time at training camp, and the heat is on. Why are Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders going to be on the field? They shouldn't be. I don't want them to be. I don't want them to be. If either of them get hurt, the Broncos' offense is finished. The scrutiny is intense. Here's the headline you don't want coming out from that first preseason game. Uh, Broncos injured. Ex-Bronco injured. Mm -hmm. Bronco injured. I mean, you can name a player. You don't want any of these guys injured. We've got the analysis, the breaking news, and oh yeah, the drama. It's training camp. Stay on the case with Altitude 950. It's sometimes hard to talk about. Men's health issues. I get it. Totally a guy thing. But the fact is, urology issues, including urinary problems, prostate disease, or sexual dysfunction, are among the top men's health issues. Even harder than talking about it is living with it. The Urology Center of Colorado makes it comfortable for you to bring your concerns to them. The Urology Center of Colorado has a team of experts dedicated to men's health. Your health. Learn more at TUCC.com. The Urology Center of Colorado. Hey, Colorado, are you looking for the best prices in town on appliances? Then get on over to our brand new clearance center now. Hi, I'm Brad Barnett, president of Mountain High Appliance, and we just opened the doors to our new clearance center showroom in Denver. Unbelievable prices on brands from Bosch, KitchenAid, Whirlpool, Maytag, Gen Air, Electrolux, Samsung, and many more. And to celebrate our new showroom, we're offering additional savings of 10, 15, or 20% when you buy one or more appliances at our Denver or Louisville Clearance Center showrooms. We've got miss orders, closeouts, floor model displays, and demo units, all at crazy low prices. Plus, we're pulling hundreds of appliances out of our brand new good stock, but pricing it like scratch and dent pieces. Stop by our new Clearance Center showroom in Denver, located inside our warehouse, just north of 58th Avenue on I-25. For directions, visit mountainhighappliance.com. Thank you. Is your husband still driving trucks for a living? Yeah, but he just changed companies. He's working for Safeway now and is back home with me and the kids at the end of every shift. I wish my husband was home more. He's literally gone for weeks at a time. Why doesn't he apply at Safeway? They started my husband out at $25.56 per hour with the potential to earn a $12,500 bonus. Do you have a family member or friend driving trucks and they want more time at home? Tell them about the opportunity to drive for Safeway Distribution Center located at Colorado Boulevard and I-70. They only need two years of all-season or mountain driving experience with tractor-trailer equipment and a Class A CDL. Safeway is a company you can retire from. Plus, the pay, health benefits, and retirement plan are all outstanding. The starting pay for drivers is $25.56 per hour. And if you apply today at SafewayDenverDC.com, you could receive a potential bonus of up to $12,500. For job requirements and to apply, log on to SafewayDenverDC.com. Must be 21 years of age. Safeway is a drug-free workplace and an equal opportunity employer. Looking for the ultimate guys weekend? Get to Buffalo Thunder Resort and Casino in Santa Fe. Satisfy your appetite for championship golf, a great steak, and all the Vegas-style action you can handle. And girls, where should you go for the ultimate girls weekend? Buffalo Thunder Resort and Casino in Santa Fe. Relax in a cabana at the pool, indulge in a spa day, and get all the Vegas-style action you can handle. Book your best-ever weekend getaway now at Buffalo Thunder. BuffaloThunderResort.com. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. He's got this on. Here's the one-two. Ground ball to second. 
Barnes to first. Ubaldo Jimenez has no hit. The Atlanta Braves. That one gave me chills. Whew. No hitter. That was a great moment. Drew Goodman on the call, our buddy from AT&T Sportsnet. He'll actually join Scott and Julie today at 12.15. Manchester, I appreciate Drew coming on today. He's in a tough spot as the play-by-play guy uh, to to come on and talk about it. But I, I like Drew because you could hear when we were playing some of the home runs that the Dodgers hit last night, you could hear it in Drew's voice. He's stunned. And I, I don't envy having to call those home runs last night. No. I mean, it, it would be hard to hide the, are you freaking kidding me? Yeah. Tone in your voice. Cause it, look, he knows, and, and, and here's why it's disappointing. And here's why it's frustrating. And, and, and I said it a couple of weeks ago and Paul Klee said it better about 10 minutes ago. The reason it's so disappointing is cause this is the most complete Rockies team in the history of the franchise. It's a good team. It's a team that if they get into the postseason, especially if they can get into a series as opposed to a one-game crapshoot, or if they can get the wild card and the, the coin flip, they, they it comes their way in that game this time and they and they advance, they can actually make a run. They can make a World Series run. This is a team that it would not shock me no. if they got in, if they went deep in the postseason. Well, that's the perks of baseball. We've had that conversation. And basketball just can't happen. And baseball, it can right. happen, you know. I mean, this is a team, they're 60 and 55. Wade Davis has blown how many games in the last two weeks? Four? Mm, at least three. Or no, so, four? Yeah. Okay. So let's say, let's just be, let's just be kind and say he's blown five games this season. That's super kind. 65 and 50. If they were 65 and 50, they're rolling. They're cruising. 15 games above 500. And they should be probably even more than that. That's why it's frustrating. That's why it's, you know, chuck your remote kind of stuff when you're watching it because they do all of it right until the very end and then somebody comes out of the bullpen and blows it. And that's extremely frustrating to watch. It was a tough one last night. They'll try to uh, bounce back tonight and this weekend. Um, you know, we said yesterday, we, you and I got into it a little bit about what do you need, and you said you need three of four. I said you need to split. Well, at this point, I think we'd both take a split. <laughs> You know, winning two of the next three would be a, a victory. I think if you split your wild card contender the rest of the season, I think if you take three or four, you're still in the division race. I think if you lose the series, you're done. Uh, it's Don Meredith again, and you turn out the lights, the party's over. What if you get swept? I mean, that's the problem, too, is last night just set a bad tone for the next three days. You know? It, yeah, it definitely did. I mean, because the Dodgers swept them here earlier this year. And then Ionetta hits the bomb to go up 5-3. And I'm, I'm literally sitting on my couch thinking, oh, thank goodness. James and I will be talking about a win tomorrow. And then when I witnessed what happened, happened, I just, I, I, I was as floored as the rest of this city. Just to watch repeated meltdowns is, it's just, it's staggering. It really is. Staggering. It's kind of like my personal life. <laughs> Let's get back into that again. Yeah, no, I think we'll move on from that. Let's bring in Marty, see what we messed up. Marty monitors the mistakes. Oh, sorry. That's not right. In today's Fact Checker. Presented by Ken's Auto Service. For all your auto repairs and vehicle maintenance needs. Ken's Auto Service. A full-service preventative maintenance and auto repair center in Aurora. More info at kensautoserviceinc.com. All right, I've been dreading this. Well, uh, we'll we'll do that one last, don't worry. Okay, sounds good. All right, we'll start with three questions to glory, though. We had a unique one today. First, let's hear the brief intro, and it kind of replays the rules real quick, to uh, just a refresher. Let's hear that. 
Any sport, any team, but there's no time to Google. Oh, man. All right. No time to Google. Now let's hear the first contestant. Uh, we'll start with Ethan. He's on line one. Oh, what sports do you want? Uh, English Premier League. English Premier League. All right. Okay. <laughs> um, As we both furiously hit the Google Let's see. <laughs> Ooh, got to hit the Google on the English Premier League. I don't play any, though. It was, a, it was a tough topic. I think it was our first English Premier League. Do you know, uh, cause I don't think it's called English Premier League anymore. I think it actually has another name. Do you know who the sponsor is? The corporate sponsor? Don't. You could have asked this in three questions to glory. Should have. Yeah. It's the Barclays Premier League. Oh. They're the ones who have the arena in Brooklyn. Um, yes, yes. That is correct. Okay. Alright, uh, Trevor Simeon was a hot topic at the beginning of the show today. He'll be spinning it here on Saturday for the Vikings. Simeon's a tough word to spell and I think we saw every variation of it on the text line today. My favorite was S-I-M-I-O-N. It's actually S-I-E-M-I-A-N. That's a tough one. It is a tough one. It is a tough one. There are a lot of variations of it. Uh, but you, you know, you were able to get the gist. Are you going to go hang out with, uh, Teflon Trevor on Saturday night? Uh, I'm undecided. I'm not sure. I'm not sure the best place to <gasps> consume that game. Catch, catch up with Trev after the game. Uh, Play some Scrabble or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we were talking yesterday about pictures we want. I would love a pic of you and Trev post. That would be very, that would be very cool. That'd I'd be take funny. a picture with Trevor. Yeah. All right, and uh, this was one of my favorites. I was rattling off nicknames for some of the current Rockies, and Will just simply was not listening. Let's hear it. All right, how about this one? Mr. Duck, Tyler Anderson. All right. I don't really know that one. I don't get it. Yeah. Me either. Oh, apparently Tyler Anderson went to Oregon. Uh, good connection. Duck. Oh, oh, that. oh, hold what on. Was the final score that Jenny, Jenny Kavanaugh just texted me. We've got breaking news on the Vic Lombardi show. She said, or Anderson went to Oregon. Get it? Duck. Did I just James say that? James literally just said like, that. I, I was reading Jenny's text. <laughs> was just did she, saying Did that. she say that to you too? No, I got a different one, but like I literally just finished explaining that. <laughs> I mean, like four seconds before you interrupted with the breaking news. Mm. Uh, Tyler Anderson went to Oregon. Whoa, 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 breaking news, guys. I got a text. Here Wait a go. minute. Wait a minute. You just wanted to drop that you were getting, you know, celebrities texting you during the show. <sighs> I've got no comment. All right, and that's it for me, fellas. Thanks, Marty. Good job, Marty. Also, did you notice how uh Will said Oregon? Yeah, Oregon. Oregon. Like he's an organ donor. Oregon. Oregon. I used to play the Oregon Trail. <sighs> I used to play the organ. I used to play the organ at <laughs> church. That's how you say it. I don't really care. <laughs> uh, all right, Jesse, go ahead and fire us up. This is the Fired Up Finale. Here's what's got us fired up today. If Nolan doesn't sign a contract during the uh, offseason, then I'm trading him before the deadline. Yeah, that's why I say it's the most underreported story in this on, town. That's on him. That's on Nolan Arnato. They're going to offer him a big contract. They're going to offer him huge money. He's going to be the highest paid guy on the team. He's going to be among the five highest paid guys in Major League Baseball. If that's not good enough for him, you know what I'd say? Hey, why don't you go down to Albuquerque and ask Matt Holiday how that worked out to go think the grass is greener. How'd that work out? He's bounced around from team to team, and now he's back here trying to rekindle his glory days. How's it worked out for Tulo? Tulo was <laughs> Tulo was unhappy with what the Rockies Dude, did. It's and they don't win enough. Arenado. And they don't win enough, and they're not trying enough, and they don't put put, put enough uh, around me. How much success have you had in Toronto, Tulo? He's the How's it gone? best. <laughs> Good one. Thank you. So stop, stop catering to the guy. Well, we've got two minutes left, so I do want to get back into this real quick. We'll By close, the way, we'll one, close other, on this. one other thing from last night. Okay. How many times are we going to have Wade Davis 
go into the dugout and then try and come out for another inning. And but before we realize that's not something he's it's capable of kind doing. Kind of a bad idea. That was another major mistake last night. But uh, this Nolan thing, I said it's the most underreported story in this town where he where he's playing baseball 355 days from now. You said stop catering to that narrative. Is that fair? I didn't say stop catering catering a narrative. I said stop catering to Nolan Arenado. I'm tired of hearing that they got to do this, they got to do that, and they got to do this for Nolan Arenado. As long as the check's clear, I don't know what is. I don't know what the beef is. They're not. They're not Baltimore. You mentioned Manny Machado. They're not Baltimore. That's 35 and 80. Mm -hmm. 35 and 80. This team is 60 and 55. They have a payroll that's in the upper half of the league. They have the most expensive bullpen in the history of the game, and the only reason they're not in first place comfortably is because their bullpen is underperformed. That's not on the organization. That's not on Jeff Reidich. They've tried. I, I, I just at some point it's like, what more do you want me to do? At this point, Nolan Arenado, at least according to the media, is like the most high maintenance chick in Denver. What, what, what more do you want him to do? Uh, want to thank Honda Power Equipment and the Urology Center of Colorado. Brandon Companies, our training camp sponsors, Manchester. Let's do it. Quick predictions for Saturday night. Broncos and Vikings. We got to get on the record. Give me an MVP and a final score. Uh, MVP. I'm gonna stick with my guy Tim Patrick. I think he's gonna have a big second half. Surprised you didn't go the Pirate. Uh, and I think the Pirates gonna look good. I'll go with the Broncos. I think the Broncos win this game 24 to 17. All right. Uh, I'm gonna say it's a close one, kind of low scoring, kind of boring. I'm gonna go 14-13 Broncos. Philip Lindsay, your MVP. All right, we shall see. We'll talk about it Monday morning on the Vic Lombardi Show. All right, want to thank Paul Clee, Jesse Trujillo, Marty O, Vic Lombardi, James Merrillat. Up next, it's Hastings and Browman. They've got Chris Thomason from the St. Paul Pioneer Press. Preview this game at 10:45. Drew Goodman at 12:15. I'm Will for the Vic Lombardi Show on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. This is the home of the Colorado Rapids. Coming up tomorrow night, the Rapids are at Dick's Sporting Goods Park to take on the San Jose Earthquakes. Kickoff is at 7 o'clock with Connor Cape on the call. Training Camp 2018, Altitude 950 is on the case. This training camp update brought to you by Honda Power Sports. No practice today for the Broncos as they rest up before their first preseason game tomorrow night at Broncos Stadium at Mile High. There are several position battles to watch, including at running back. Here's Vance Joseph on how he plans on trying to get a good look at everybody. Well, everyone plays. Everyone plays. You know, obviously right now, Book's the lead guy, you know, along with Royce. So those guys probably will split the time with the uh, first two series. And after that, you know, everyone plays. This Broncos 2018 training camp update is powered by Honda. Get your brand new Honda EU 2200 portable generator at your local Honda power equipment dealer. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Colorado Rapids, the Denver Nuggets, and the Colorado Avalanche. Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. Yeah, baby! A lot of football! Live from Train Camp 2018.